Welcome to the Spicy PL Podcast. Welcome back to the Spicy PL Podcast, episode 40. We got a very special guest with us to help us wrap up some of the events in the past uh, couple weeks. Mr. Scott Dobbins. Welcome. What up, guys? What's up, dude? Glad to be here. Yeah, you're a big fan, right? Huge fan. Listen to every pod. Is it like your dream to be a co-commentator on the Spicy PL Pod? I have too much respect for the pod. I wouldn't put myself on the pod. I didn't think I was good enough for the pod. All right. Well, you're here today because you were gracious enough to host us on one of the most wild weekends ever. Yeah. We'll get to that. That's going to be the end of this. Um, Before we get into anything, um, Scott, you're a sponsored athlete from Quest Nutrition, which is also our title sponsor. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about your favorite Quest products before we get started? Oh, by far, it may be a little unconventional because it doesn't taste the best, but JSF 5500, like that's, I like to, I like to lift with my joints and that keeps my joints. (laughs) You got thick joints. Yeah. Yeah, man. JSF has kept my knees from blowing off for like the past three years. So I'm real grateful for that. Yeah. Sherman will tell you it's not the best tasting, yeah. but it's because there's good shit in there. I don't know what's in it. That's there. why hardcore exists. You can mix yeah, anything you mix with hardcore. hardcore with it. Yeah, yeah. You got to mix it really well though. Cause it, it clumps up, but it's got the, it's got the best shit in there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It clumps up when it's cold. I found that you put ice in there. It's going to get real clumped. You're going to be chewing it a little bit, but when you're equipped, you're all about performance. Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Shoot yeah. your shakes. doesn't matter. Well, get your JSF and Hardcore. Hit up Sherman. I've been um, talking to Vang. I know they need to restock Hardcore. They might have already by the time this episode drops. So just check out the website. Um, and we'll let you know when the new supplement line drops as well. Because mm-hmm. we need more because we're running out of the samples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you took nitrous today, huh? I took one scoop, man. Uh, I think two scoops is a lot for me, and I was doing a light workout, so I took nitrous today, and then I fucking my triceps were like, oh, I just honestly like I would tell you if I didn't have an insane pump today, but my triceps were fucking exploding, dude. It was it was awesome. Is this your first workout on on the nitrous? No, no, I've used (laughs) there was a pod where Val was like, maybe you shouldn't say that because. I took two scoops of nitrous and then I like strained my quad in the beginning of the workout. So I didn't end up working out. <laughs> you just, you're, you're and then I was playing reading. video games and like my heart was palpitating. Cause like I right. stopped moving, but I would taken two scoops of nitrous. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, just I thought that like, was an endorsement. Yeah. Two scoops I thought your heart was just pumping playing rocket. I've been doing one scoop since we trained like 8 PM anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's brutal. You gotta have something <laughs> to kick you in the head late at night. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Who was it that was talking about lifting with your joints? I well, think that was. You were talking about Quentin Myers. <laughs> well, no, no, somebody yeah, else. Joints in the world. No, somebody else said it, and then right. you're like, I, oh, I thought it was. Town? I thought it was That's Mendy or something. Like you're lifting with your joints. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we're gonna talk about Mendy's training. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we were. That's we why. Were, like we were yeah. watching a video of Mendy after the meet, and he said some shit like that, and then we were like, "That's why Quentin Myers is so strong because his joints are fucking it, like eight huge." Yeah. Well, that all comes from the story where I was literally like looking at Quentin Meyer and we were, he was about to deadlift and I was standing (laughs) behind him because I was next in the order. And uh, I just go to Townsend and I think Quentin's listening to music. I just go, how's this motherfucker this strong? 
Like how? Because he pulls out the win every year. You might and, not but, have said motherfucker. Yeah, Quentin. <laughs> Quentin was actually standing there with no with no headphones on, so I was just I didn't I was talking at him because I was pointing at him and talking to Townsend. <laughs> and uh, Townsend just goes and grabs his wrist. And he goes, "Look at his fucking wrist!" And then he grabs his knees. He goes, "Look at his fucking knees." It's like he's the thickest joints around. I'm like, "Yeah, he's, like his joints are my size, but I'm a super, and he's a fucking 120." Yeah, he, he's got the thickest joints. Yeah, makes sense, man. That makes it sense. Is, Doesn't need the straps, none of that. Yeah, I would I, literally I, blow my arms off my body. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so yeah. we want to we want to thank you for hosting us down in Houston. We stayed with you and your family when we went down to watch Shout the, out Dixie and Bruce, the baddest venture <clears throat> on you the planet. You have no idea how it made like their month to have you guys. Down. Dude, we're they coming were back so, soon. So stoked. <laughs> yeah, they expect it now. It's like the most right, hospitable, uh, you know, we could ever even, I couldn't even imagine anything that could be topping that, you know. I mean, crawdaddies and Dr. Pepper shakes, boat ride, <laughs> it was insane. It was great. Oh, but man, uh, we, wanted like... to, we wanted to touch on a couple, you know, current topics. Did we say this is episode 40? It's a pretty yeah, big deal. Yeah, I think I said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Said 40, 40, 40. It's 40. 40. It's 40 year old version. That'll be you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> It's been a while since we've done a podcast, right? So I know, was right? Had a little life. Yeah. I mean, we did one like before week, Texas, two yeah, weeks like a, ago. A week yeah. before yeah, Texas. We listened to it on the way to the airport to pick you up. Yeah. So a lot of shit's been going on. Some shit been going on, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. news that I think this is good news that. The showdown is going to be on ESPN. I saw that was uh, announced. Joe Sullivan announced that. What do you think about that, Joe? I think it's good. It's 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 the core sports thing. So I'll say, like at the beginning of the pandemic, what I did see is that Half Door was on ESPN, and we watched that, right? And then we watched fucking Tetris and 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 the the strongman broadcast was by far the worst thing that was on there. Like Tetris World was fucking sick. Uh, yeah, was, sick. it was just going. boring it was just strong men commentating about strong men and fumbling around and taking 10 minute breaks between lifts and not having a plan and then they had other stuff like rob kearney and then the master's deadlift record of the 900 for reps and i think that shit got downgraded like you had to stream it it wasn't on espn because the broadcast for half door was so bad that's how i recall it so i'm actually curious to see um if this is going to be streamed on like ESPN three or ESPN plus like the WPO was, mm. or like some of those uh, like smaller ticket strongman world record attempts yeah. were not half door. Um, well, what I've seen is that Joe Sullivan is saying that it's going to be on broadcast, like network television, not through the app. And yeah. that, you know, they're like, this is the first time powerlifting has been on network TV 30 years. I mean, and that's what the WPO said, and they ended up being on, on stream. Like, they were yeah. saying the same thing with the same story, so I'm just waiting to see. I hope it is on TV, and I can just sit there and watch yeah. it, but, you know, you said it's going to be recorded and edited, which yeah. I think is really good, yeah, because that, that's a yeah. problem with those strongman streams where they were live, and it stunk. It stunk you gotta do There's too much downtime. Yeah. Like, you're not going to keep the user engaged. Like, Tetris Worlds has you on the edge of your seat, 
So got all the angles. These guys are using both hands, like all it's 10 fingers on the controllers. And it, it's riveting and captivating the whole time. We're going to watch a guy go out there, stroke something, and it's going to be like 40 minutes. We're going to watch a guy miss, like, miss load a rack height and stuff. And like they have, they have to do a really, really good job of filling it in order yeah. to do it live and finding stuff to keep people engaged. What I think is tough is that they use a mono. I think, I think if they use combo racks, it would be a lot more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, like when we watched the WPO thing, we couldn't even see the weights. It was literally a lot just of things. Yeah, bar. a lot <laughs> of the crowd, it? like the aesthetic pleasure of watching powerlifting, is seeing the barbell move. And with the right. mono, you don't see that. I don't mm-hmm. know. So I don't like yeah. that. I think they should do walked out wrap squats. I don't see the big deal. Yeah, I, I mean, um, so I think it was an excerpt from a podcast that I listened to, and they said that they're going to film it cut it all together, edit it, make it entertaining and, and I guess concise. So I think that's really a, a step in the right direction. And yeah, yeah I, I think it would be better in my opinion, if the competition was like a world championship or something like yeah. that, but like this is the bucked up showdown. <laughs> yeah. Like people, people watch second it. annual. I, I, <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know how many people are going to watch it that wouldn't have otherwise watched it like online yeah. somewhere, but like, that's it's, the whole it's, point of putting it there. Yeah. It's a step, it's a step in the right direction. I, I do wish it was some sort of championship, but I guess like my question would be like, Joe, do you think it is um, more rationalizable if that's a word? for like some of the USAPL lifters to go do this now that it's, um, you know, going to be on sure. TV and clout and like, and do, I, you, do you hate, I mean, I'm just going to hate not, on it less. I'm not, I, yeah. I'm going to hate on, I think it's cool. Like yeah. we talk about on this podcast, we talk about yeah. Dan Bell and John Hack and all the lifters we like. Yeah. Um, what I think and what it, I said at another podcast is this is a meet and a federation that hasn't been around that long. Okay. And just because it's going to be on TV, doesn't mean it's going to guarantee success of this meet, yeah. right? So the WP, WPO was around for a while, then they came back, and then they had 2019 on TV, and then who's watching WPO anymore? They're probably gone again, right? Did they did they all of a sudden explode just because they the TV is not the key, right? The Mountaineer Cup, what happened to the fucking USPF Mountaineer Cup from 30 years ago, right? That was a sick meet, and that was on ESPN, and that's what everybody refers to. 30 years ago, we were on TV. It was on TV once. Okay, it was on TV once and it never came back again. And then powerlifting wasn't popular for a long, long time. Um, So I fear that this might happen again, first of all, because where is the money coming from? Because it's not like you strike a deal with ESPN. Oh, we think you're going to be popular. So we'll come film you for free. You actually have to invest the money to get the broadcast done. And then you have to make the money back in advertisements and sponsors based on your viewership. So I fear that this might not be a, I want to see something that's long-term, which again, like I said, there's been 40 years of IPF worlds. Mm -hmm. If they were to televise that, that'd be cool. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I really wish it the best, but, and I I don't mind that's untested. But again, it's funny because ESPN will cover like all the football, baseball, basketball players who, who test positive for steroids and villainize them but then put half Thor and the showdown on the, yeah on the broadcast. So it just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not a hater, but I mean, I don't even think ESPN care. ESPN doesn't even know what it is. 
it's some some yeah. nobody nobody who's high up there knows what's going on or else they, they wouldn't film it so i don't think do it's it. going to be on tv <laughs> long term i don't think the yeah. showdown is going to be meat that is going to be going on 10 years and you know if it does somebody's going to probably take a, this video and cut it and post it i don't give a shit whatever yeah so I mean, I'm wishing them all the best, but I, I kind of agree with a lot of those points. Uh, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, we're going to watch What it. else can I do? I, mean, I might actually go. I don't know yet. Yeah. A fun trip. I like to go to the shows. The show. We, we'll yeah, we'll I mean, travel around the country to see a good show. Yeah, I want to go to a Royals game in the fall, you know, and drink a couple beers. <laughs> I mean, now that we're shitting on – I mean, we're shitting on – Show them a little bit. You know, we're happy for them, but let's show them the USPA. I think John Hack is going to get a lot of. He's going to get a lot of good, uh, good stuff from it. It's great for a lifter like him. Let's it's show great them the USPA. For Hunter Anderson. Come on, I want to show them the USPA. I'm getting, yeah, yeah. I'm getting well, they they were WRPF, dude. Showdown, showdown has nothing to do with this. USPA I, is trash. I know. That's what I'm saying. I want to show them the USPA. Oh man. yeah, let's go. Come on. <laughs> uh, today I saw the USPA posted. Uh, they were very disappointed to announce to have to do this, and they want to make their rules very clear that if you sign up for a drug-tested competition, you have to take a piss test, <laughs> and I believe you have to pay for a piss test, and that if you fail it, you get suspended. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were sad to announce that since January 2021, that's like Three months ago, yeah, they've mm -hmm. had six pops six in like pops. in like several states. So that means six people in the last three months have signed up for a meet. They have the option to go untested or tested on their sign up form. They check the box, tested. They deposit they check the box, whatever like you pay extra hundred bucks to take a piss test. Mm -hmm. They're signing up for that, and then they're failing the piss test. I think yeah. that's the funniest shit it's I've ever a, heard. It's the smoothest brain shit I've ever heard. And it's funny because, like, I've coached two USAPA lifters um, for a while now. And uh, it's literally just a box you check. That's where why we say check the box or does it not check the box. So, it's like a joke. Like, who's hotter? Are you hot? Do you check the box or not? But at a local meet, you can compete in either. Like it doesn't have to be drug tested or non-drug tested. Nationals they hold separately. They 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 need to zebras graze with zebras. So like nationals is separate. Yeah. There's a tested nationals, untested nationals. It's kind of like we have raw and equipped nationals usually. Their shit's tested, non-tested. But a local <laughs> meet, you could you literally have the option. So for these people to be failing at the state level is fucking hilarious. But what do you what more do you expect? I mean. Do you think it's like a ploy to make the USPA tested look more legit that they're catching people? Like, no, they like had some untested guys like check the wrong shit on purpose, and like if they get banned from murders, if they get banned from tested powerlifting, they don't give a shit because they're gonna go untested anyway. You know? Yeah. So I want to know like, what's what's the punishment? Are you just like you can't lift in USPA tested meets anymore, and you're just like okay, in six weeks you just go lift. Not tested with no repercussions? Yes, but I think there's a $500 fine. So I think you get like, you get like uh, suspended from all USPA until you pay the fine. And then I think you're banned lifetime from, from tested, yeah. which I think is actually pretty good. It's good. Like one strike, you're done. 
I think, but you can still lift in the Fed. But That's you can, the funniest. Yeah, part. yeah. That takes it's a like, hey. same referees. It's, it's fucking crazy. I mean, it's untested. It's right? so stupid. I mean, Steve Goggins runs the tested division or some sh- or the drug testing, and like that motherfucker loves to give his lifter steroids and be hot. So I don't even get how. Yeah. The whole foundation, the whole thing, is a sham. They should just get rid of it. Like, what's the draw? They really think there's that many burned USAPL lifters? There might be. I don't know. I don't think there are. I'd love to see the numbers. Tens of them, maybe. Tens, tens of them. Tens of them. I'm I'm curious what their actual testing is. Like, are they doing like just an anabolic steroid panel? Or are they doing a? Water I mean, it's panel? like a hundred. It's not expensive, like, so it's definitely not the full panel. So it's, it's probably just probably anabolics. Just, yeah, it's probably just the really crude, nasty stuff. Yeah. That like the grandfather used. Do they not do any? OMTs or do they do OMTs for? I I would be super surprised if they knew what OMTs. I don't think I don't yeah. think they even know what an OMT. Yeah, is. you could probably do tested, then untested the next time, and te- like just check you're checking a mm. box, right? How much I'm just taking this? Month? I'm just curious, like if you pop a USPA test, like like just water code apply. I'm pretty sure that it's like. They just think that maybe if they got off shit that they're they're not gonna pop, or if they're only on TRT that they're clean. That's what I'm. That's probably what the six is. Uh-huh. I was just thinking like down the road, like somebody pops, they do like some big meet, and then you've got a crossover like you were talking about our high profile lifters doing, and then it's like they lift in the same meet as somebody who's currently suspended under the water code, and they get slapped on the wrist by some technicalities that's dumb like that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that's probably the funniest shit that I've seen in a long time. It's good. It's good. It's definitely a reason just not lift in the USPA at all. I'm pretty bummed. I'm pretty bummed out. They restricted access to like the USAPL popped lifters. Yeah, dude. They, they, They closed the spreadsheet so we can't like, we want to do our public shaming because you do get public. Like when you sign the agreement, it's like you agree that if you fail, it will be made public, you know, yeah. the information. So that, I thought I'm we were sure doing that our duty. To, yeah, I'm pretty sure that has to do with the uh, IPF litigation right now. Mm-hmm. It's always bigger than us. Yeah, it's always bigger than us. Because I, I requested access to it a month or so ago as state chair, just so I could see if I go to meet, like, Who's who's hot? Who's who popped? Like, you gotta get them out of there if they're breaking the yeah, rules. You guys got a lot down and, there in the land. Yeah, in the great land. But they didn't have access, access or they it. did? No, no, I don't have access to it. Damn, that shit's airtight. Mm. Yeah. Not even Scott Dodd's gonna get access. It's because of the IPF litigation? That's that's what I heard. Hmm. Any update on like what's going on with that? No, I mean I I mean, if they were, if the IPF was still pissed about drug testing stuff, which I'm not privy to any conversations, I have no idea really about anything. I'm just thinking about like if they were, because like originally they were they were mad that we were doing like non full water panel tests, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like cheap, public, we were doing too many tests. We were yeah, doing if, a if lot there was of a tests, public but, list yeah. of all the tests that they didn't approve of that they could look and see. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's I'm just I'm speculating. That's anyway, purely speculation. This week there was a new technique to get your testosterone up. 
yeah. to get it up. And I want to know from you guys what you think about it. So it's this fitness influencer who I've never heard of before, Connor Murphy. It's like breaking, breaking like new research on fitness, right? Yeah, I guess. So I guess a little bit, a little while ago, he started drinking his own semen, Mm. right? And then for some reason, and I watched a video and I really can't remember the reason, he decided he would pay someone else (laughs) to give them their semen to drink. Yeah, I'm crashing on the couch, like in the middle of the day. Oh, maybe it's because he couldn't. So like, and I hear Joe listening to this YouTube video. I'm like trying to take a nap on the couch. And Joe's just sitting there watching this YouTube video. Like, I keep seeing all these memes. I got to see what this is yeah, all about. I, had, I was like, what the <laughs> I got to see what this is about. And then, like, I'm I'm just, like, my eyes are closed. I'm trying to nap. And I just hear this, like, nerdy-sounding guy. Like, yes, I found, you know, it's since Roman times. It's this highly anabolic substance. It's completely natural. You know, yeah. and I've been drinking it. And it's. <laughs> so he drinks his own. But you, you can't, like, make unlimited amounts. You know, you're you're just yeah. a man, yeah. right? So just then you man. hire somebody else, which hire. I mean, I think they're in a some type of homosexual relationship. No, he said they're not homosexual. He said they're not, but dude, if you watch the video, their you know their mannerisms. I mean, I'm wearing a lot of McGriddles t-shirt. Like I I I know I know my gays. I know the gays. <laughs> we love the gays. We love the gays. <laughs> what? And uh, the, their mannerisms were just very homosexual. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's just he no was way. literally talking about how, like, yeah, I was he drinking drinks, your cum. Yeah. And... <sighs> and like he was saying, it's in this like goblet, which is like, dude, just put in a fucking solo cup, honestly. Like, okay, goblet of fire. like a, a really nice chalice or like goblet. And I was like, so was this ceremonial for you, dude? Like, what the fuck? And he mixes it with like that crushed fruit stuff crushed fruit yeah those like fruit packs like that babies like, eat wow. oh like you know like the food the applesauce packs he mixes oh, in there because like the he's too much of a pussy to take it straight he's too much of a pussy to shoot it yeah. straight i'm like just shoot it yeah just shoot it maybe i have a slice of lime uh, i mean my opinion <laughs> is that this is obviously clickbait have, have some horse sauces with it no he does no dude you gotta watch it it's so weird he's definitely drinking the shit they're convinced that it makes you strong. He feels more and energized and stronger, and his workouts are better, and his muscle mass is up. Do you do you realize how many like extra views and like how many people are talking about this guy now after that? It's like shock value. There's no way this guy is actually drinking yeah, his own cum and someone else's cum and thinking that you know, he's getting more strong from it. Like I've seen that like people are calling this guy out as being like a fake natty and stuff too. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. It's complete. So you're saying it's, it's done because I once read that semen had no nutritional value at all. I, I heard that it yeah, has what if it's the minerals and stuff like that, that it actually does have decent nutritional value. But I don't think it has, it's not, it doesn't have testosterone. Like maybe it does have testosterone, but I don't think it's going to like increase no. your testosterone. Yeah, maybe it was just the the well, act. He, of... His point was, you hire somebody else, and it's technically their testosterone is exogenous. It's from an outside source. It's not your own. Exogenous. 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 Sorry. All right. So my question to you is like, all right. So theoretically, if <laughs> theoretically, if drinking your boy's cum would give you 
performance benefits and you wouldn't pop from it. It's legal. That's to it's totally, legal. totally legal. How much would you have to benefit from it for you to do it? Like how much, how many kilos to your total is makes it worth it. Like if you drank my, if you drank my cum every day, <laughs> I'm bringing up my calculator cause I need to know. Like I, it needs to get me to a But like number. if it gave you like yeah. 20 kilos on your total in like a year, what about like 50? You know, like what would it have to be? That's what I want to know. It would have to win me the world games. You got to do it every day. Yeah. I mean, every my total is pretty big. So like I'm going to go based on percentage. Like I'm going to need a minimum of 5%. 5%? Yeah, so I'd go like I'd gain sixty keys almost on my total. Like that's a lot. Maybe we could. I'm in the camp. Out. If I'm gonna do that, I'm not gonna lose. So unless you can guarantee me, I'm not gonna lose. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, you can't be drinking the semen and fucking and losing. Yeah, you can't be drinking this shit and not pulling last. You know, like you gotta, you gotta be winning out there. You gotta be. I gotta, gotta ask be. you, dude. Yeah. This shit record. Yeah, uh, we're recording on this, and mm. I don't know what the hell's going on with the high our equipment. Shit. I mean, I'm fine. Our equipment is is bugging out today, but we got it. We're good. Yeah, it's I'm fine. just asking, like, no, it's recording, but the like high quality recording of our microphones keeps cutting out. So okay. we're probably just going to be on the Zoom recording All through right. the computer. Yeah, we got to get a new fucking mixer. You guys are yeah. sounding pretty good on my end. So all right, good stuff. That's good um yeah man so that's really i didn't so really want to talk about that well i said five percent five percent that would make and you need to really win. get me a 1230 kilo total so i'm gonna say you gotta like do you really want to drink world record not no one needs Never. to lift that to win the meat like does it work does it still work if you like pasteurize it you know like i might want to pasteurize it <laughs> no you I can't cook it i don't know if i want to cook out the test you know like yeah. No, you gotta mix it with the apple juice like that. I would just shoot it with hardcore. Vodka. That's what you do. So like, this is like the dumbest shit ever. Like, you know, how come girls are like, like how come girls are not? You know, come on. There's some girls. You don't know what X girl A versus girl B and athletic performance. Probably no one's ever studied that. Like, how the fuck yeah. would you study that? Yeah, I have so many questions. Well, there's plenty of girls that are lesbians that don't drink cum that are strong as fuck, okay? See, in my yeah. mind, I'm thinking just the act of this dude blasting rope day and night to get as much as he can probably has some sort of... No, but he's, making, he's making another dude blast rope for him. But is he saying that, or is he also doing it? No, the, the, the guy... The guy he who's blasting ropes for him was in the video, and that's why I'm saying they're in a homosexual. Oh, that's his no, They said okay. they're not, though. They said, <laughs> yeah, this is all theoretical. Theoretical. Theoretically, said a lot of shit that wasn't true. Yeah, Jeff, you had a blast boy. Who would you blood pick? Boy, a blood boy. A blood. Yeah, blood. Yeah, if you had, a, if you had a blast boy, anybody. Yeah. Okay. So what about that? A blood boy. What Dobbins? You told me what a blood boy is. This is the first time I've heard the term. What is a blood boy? Blood boy is the uh, somebody you pay just to stay super healthy for you, and you just do blood transfusions as frequently as possible to get that good, healthy, rejuvenated blood in you. So, so theoretically, like 
the big like the big global elites all have blood boys yeah. right in the in the they, they could they could they could yeah if they're trying to theoret theoretically if they wanted to extend their life you know theoretically kind of like they, the island but not that hardcore yeah 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 so you have a young a young boy or girl let's just say yeah. boy like vibrant like yeah. very healthy like in, their, in their prime just like 22 23 20 just, yeah 20 year old boy yeah. and you do blood transfusions with them and and it supposedly extends your life and all this stuff one can only hope so i wonder if you could get any you know power lift and performance enhancement from that oh 100 percent 100 percent. but that's i mean i feel like if if you got a blood transfusion the day of the meet you'd fucking crush yeah, didn't Lance Armstrong get popped for just pulling his own blood out and shoving it back? Well, they in? would. Yeah, so you you take your own blood, and then you save it. Yeah, and then you obviously regenerate your red blood cells. Mm-hmm. Right. Months later, you use the blood. Yeah. During the competition, to increase yeah. your the oxygenation. Yeah. Right. And so, if that's frowned upon, I would that's think blood, blood doping. Blood doping. Yeah. During sports is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, and they could tell by you know like your. Your count. Yeah, your count is yeah, like your count is to the roof. Yeah. The are popping, you know. But I mean, would would having a blood boy like like once a week really count as blood doping or not? I guess we'd have to look into the rules. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got. Uh, we we got crazy. Pretty, don't, pretty don't drink. Topic. Don't drink anybody's semen. All yeah. I'm saying is, like, if I could afford a blood boy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're like, I don't know how we got here, but I want to if I could that. afford yeah. a blood yeah, boy. But- you know, I'll try anything twice, so let's go. Yeah, right? That sounds sick. Well, <laughs> let's get to the real. Let's get to the, the, meat, <laughs> the meat of the podcast. The reason you may be tuning in, because if you're tuning in now, you've probably been listening previously, and you know we've been talking about going to this meet for since we had Tiny Meeker on the podcast. I'm actually proud of us, dude, that we we held to our word because we've had a lot of dumb ideas and like we actually did it, which makes me think yeah. we might go see Eddie and Thor in Vegas. Like, I don't know. I really want to. I mean, see you I, there. I'm going. Yeah. So like, it's a lot of things we say, but we're one for one right now. Be yeah. a part of your word, you know? Yeah. So I don't even know where to get started. I mean, we, we flew into Houston. <laughs> Dobbins, Just like- uh, Dobbins picked this up. It was we were with Luis also, and and you were with Ian Bell. You guys came in from Austin, picked this up. We went over to your parents in Houston near Lake Livingston, and I guess the the morning of this meet, we're on our way, and we're we're really late because we trained, and we had to get some we had to get food. Whataburger. We ended up getting Whataburger. Yes. We weren't sure yes. like if we could make it. Um. And we were like, okay, we were talking, uh, we were talking to some folks that were at the meet and they're like, oh yeah, the flight started or it didn't start. We were, we were freaking out. So like you were, you were in the GPS and you were like, okay, baddest venture, baddest venture on the planet. Okay. So so you you found a pin. You're like, oh shit. Well, let's back up. We had about an hour drive. So we trained and we left, but we didn't leave time to stop the food. So we had about an hour drive. Yeah. And so I put in the Nathaniel center into my GPS to take us straight there. But because the meat, like the meat started at like the bad, the baddest started at one and we woke up and trained that morning, but we were running late. And so no, I we peeled it, like, off the like, water burger. That's well, the I thing is, is the, the reason that we ended up at the, 
the point of the story is we put in the Nathaniel Center, went there, and they were like, okay, we got to go straight there. We don't have time to eat. And then as we got there, they were like, okay, you got time. And I was like, okay, let's peel off. Let's go to Whataburger. So I changed the GPS to Whataburger. Yeah. And then when we went back, I just saw like Baddest Venture, and I was like, oh, that must have been it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so we're cruising in, in your mother's navigator, very nice, with our Whataburger. And we're playing uh, like jo- like Michael Jordan, like bull- 90s. Yeah, bulls. the Bulls walkout yeah. song. Walkout song. Yeah. We're getting so fucking so hype. We're hyping yeah. up. We're getting jacked. And then you're like, we, we roll up into like a cul-de-sac. <laughs> so like, we're like, this is so fun. We're, we're like, oh, fuck. Like, are we going to make it? Like, we're like 15 minutes past one. It's like one. Tw- it's like 115, 120. Like, we don't know if we're going to make it. Like, this shit could be over. There's only seven lifters. Well, like we roll up to like a residential neighborhood, like a cul-de-sac, and we're like, "This can't be it!" Like, what the fuck? And then we're like, "No way, no way!" <laughs> it's just a house. Did Tiny Meeker <laughs> put his address in? Like, did he pin his home as baddest venture as, on the planet? As the baddest venture on the planet? We think so. <laughs> had to have been. It was. It was a nice neighborhood. Tiny looked like he had nice cabinets in his video. That that might have been his house, and it's in. And is he lived in Kingwood? He lives in Kingwood. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's, it's totally plausible. It's a very good chance he <laughs> pinned his own house as baddest venture on the planet. Yeah. Like lives here. That's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. So anyway, you, you can't so see we, it anymore though. It's gone. Maybe he ceremonially well, is like well, pulled it down. He, he bombed out. So yeah. yeah, now he can't claim it because you know Will Barati is the baddest. So I got a screenshot of that forever. So I got one. (laughs) So we're like, oh fuck. We're still not doing it. (laughs) So then we come back and it was like it was like right next to the Whataburger too. Like we we drove past Whataburger, standing outside of it, and then like hurrying so that we could drive to Tiny Meeker's house. But really the meat was yeah, we passed the the Whataburger again. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking morning. (laughs) So we get in, and you know, I've never been to the land of Texas. And let me tell you. It was fucking awesome. I loved it. I loved the, the land. But we I walk in, crazy. we get our wristbands. There's like some like deputy sheriffs like with cowboy hats on and like like sunglasses that look all like pretty intimidating, but like yes. also some oh the constables, constables, the yeah, constables. They were cowboys in like bulletproof vests. It yeah, was insane. yeah, they were wearing like cowboy <laughs> boots and hats with like bulletproof tactical vests and shit and sunglasses. Yes, it was sick. Yeah. So like we're walking in, we we say hi, uh, we see we see some folks uh, from Texas. Shout out, Nate. shout out, Coach Nate. Shout out, yeah. Hillbilly Jesse. <laughs> shout out, Alex Mayer, real cowboy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alex's girlfriend, I didn't even know her name, but Stella. <laughs> and there was a there was like a an, 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 another powerlifter, a, a nice looking Asian boy that we met too. Oh yeah, um, I was like, you a powerlifter? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, good. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so another Asian powerlifter. Damn, <laughs> dude, stop the Asian hate. Yeah, I know. I gotta. I'm, I'm. Me and my Asian brothers, we're strong right now. So anyway, we walk in and and we walk around the whole meet, and we're like, you know, from the Northeast, right? So we're like, kind of like a little bit cautious about masks and stuff. We're like, yeah, we should be wearing our masks. We're gonna get COVID down here. We walk in. It's like 300 people. No like, masks. No masks at all Dobbins, in Dobbins took his mask off he was like I'm, I'm with my people now I can't be wearing a mask like yeah. I, I can't look like a pussy so 
So me and me and Joe and Luis are just like wearing our mask. And I think Ian was wearing his mask too. And we're walking around, we're snaking around. And Joe's like, we got to get into the warm up room. Like I got to see these motherfuckers. So we were, we got there a half hour late and you know, typical like multiply big ventures. Like they just weren't fucking even close to ready. So, um, you know, I was like, we got to get in the warm room. Like we're fucking here. Like we had no plan. We had no plan, no bits planned, nothing. But I was like, I need to see what the fuck goes on. So this is still like 20 minutes before any benches were taken. And we just, I go around the back warm room and we find this door and we just pop. I felt like if we walked in the front door of the warm room. It's too obvious. But um, we walked in the back door and we just fucking walked through. And we always saw with Jimmy Cope taking his last warm up, which was insane because yeah. it, it was 370 keys for a triple. And that was his last warm up, and his, yeah. his opener was like a thousand fucking eighty. But there was like four benches set up, four, and, and, yeah, and like there was like twenty minutes to go before the first attempt, and like everyone was just like sitting around. Everybody was done. Jim, Jimmy was the only guy taking out. He took yeah, he took eight hundred for a triple, and then shut it down. And we look and we just see these these bench only guys. I'm sorry, I was like for the first time in my life. Well, there's been very few times in my life I was like too intimidated to go and mess with Mendy, like. We said what up to Tiny, like, hey, man, we came all the way from Boston. We told you we were going to be here. He's like, awesome. So glad to have you. Um, we say hi to, to We say Jim, what up to Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. We video his warm-up. We asked him if we can help him in, in any way, and he's got his whole crew with him, whatever. And all the other guys are just sitting there, and it's weird because none of them have bench trips on. We're like, yeah. what the fuck? They're all sitting there shirtless. Yeah, Mendy's sitting there with no shirt, like ass on the floor, like back against the, the wall divider. Just with his head back, like uh, it looked like he was sleeping, and his girlfriend and his, was there. Yeah, she, she had the Theragun like on his trap, and he was like asleep and like drooling. <laughs> like he's supposed to spend a thousand in like fifteen minutes. <laughs> it was fucking insane back there. He looked like a corpse. He but I like didn't a zombie. I didn't realize all of them were wearing the rubber like the rubber backed up bench, which we're gonna talk out more. We'll talk about more. Like whose shit was the most insane? But they were all wearing those. You can just slide them off, and then you just walk around in your singlet. So like all these guys were super relaxed back there, and nobody had any interest in fucking taking a warm up. <laughs> so, you think they did at all? Yeah, but I think like I've seen old school USAPL benchers do this. Um, I saw a guy who you know who he is, um, an older bencher from Colorado, but uh, he would time his warm up to be like forty five minutes out from the flight. Yeah. So I think they probably all took a half hour rest. So you got to warm up cool. Yeah, you gotta cool down. And you're yeah. peaked. Well, we were doing a little bit of research, right? Like we started watching some Mendy YouTube videos like after the fact. And <laughs> I remember him saying like some of these guys will take out like two plates, three plates, and then just like go to like nine hundred pounds. Or, like like cause they don't bench that much raw. They just like warm up their muscles raw up to like what three plates, four plates, and then these shirts are so crazy that like they can't really do too much of a warm up. They probably do like a warm up to some boards or something and like that's it. Yeah. See how much you can ram bench cold, Joe. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy didn't even get close to touching his last warm up. He did a triple, but it was like a half, it was half reps, no boards, just air. So yeah. like I don't know. Like it, it, it's a whole I wish we got there an hour early. If they have this thing next year, I'm going and we are doing bits. We're tailgating stuff, bitch. We had no plan. Yeah, we just were. We just wanted to see the show. I just need to smell it. <laughs> yeah, talk about the smell, huh? It just smelled like menthol and chalk. 
fucking beef jerky. That's what it smelled like. Great smell. I think there was like some pheromones in the air, you know. Yeah, it smelled like fucking man back there. Yeah, I think the women were moving around like. So anyway, we ship out of the warm room and just we're like, damn, the meat's gonna start, but we didn't realize like they had one of the greatest like hype up videos to start the meat ever. Yeah, it was like a narrator. That was yeah, not associated Eli with Harris. Eli Harris narrated this video and it was like went through the history right. and of you know first person bench six, seven, eight, nine, Gene Reichlack bench nine, Gene Reichlack bench a thousand, Texas strongman, tiny meeker bench eleven hundred, and then Will Barati bench a little more, but whatever. Let's start. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, it like basically culminated in tiny meeker. Um and then the meat started. No, 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 no. hold on. Well, I want to <laughs> before the meet started, there was the main sponsor, right? Oh yeah. So Fisher Financial main... Services. He was Fisher finan- Financial Services. Fisher Financial. So Scott, maybe you could paraphrase, you know, this guy's intro. You know, it was basically us. like I'm a fan of lifting. I started this business in my garage. We've made a lot of money. And to give back, we're putting on the best show ever. Like these are the best. Like these are one in a billion lifters. He's like, yeah. there's seven lifters here, and there's eight billion people, billion people in the, the world. Planet. So if you do some like fuzzy math or something, then these guys are one in a billion that right. bench a thousand. And I'm like, you're gonna do my taxes or <laughs> tell me, <laughs> yeah, tell me how to invest my money? Yeah. Or... yeah. And then me and Babel were actually looking at this. We we looked up how many people have ever lived. Yeah. And it's something like 108 billion. No, 170. 170 billion. No, oh, no, 107. 107. 107 or yeah. 108 billion. You're right. You're right. And um, there's 7.6 billion people in the world. So actually, these guys are like one in 10 billion. Yeah. They're like I mean, to one... be fair, we would have to like throw a rubber shirt back in time. And just leave it. Yeah, and see like what give happens. Anthony Clark a fucking rubber shirt. Oh, you got to give like Adam and Eve a rubber shirt and see what happens. You know. Yeah, like, you bring some rubber oh, shirts shit. back. Yeah, you got to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the like the Romans, the Roman like Roman gladiators could bench a grand for well, you sure. You know what the Roman gladiators did? Joe. Yeah. Well, they, they did drank not bench a grand. They drank each other's. They drank from the goblet. Yeah, they drank from the goblet. <laughs> They so, coax it out of each other too. So, yeah. So, so, so this <laughs> part guy, of my culture. This guy, you know, all jokes aside, like good for this guy for sponsoring the meet. Like we we were thinking, like if everybody bombed out, he's a genius. He's a genius and wouldn't have to pay. But we realized everybody that even attempts a thousand, uh, that's a thousand gets a thousand. Yeah. You should have been like everybody that makes a thousand gets a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. He fucked up there. We thought for a second he was a genius. But we'll get into why. Yeah. But anyway, I want to back up a little bit because on the way, everybody was like, so who are the seven lifters? And like, I was like, I had everything going. I was like, it's this guy, this guy, this guy. And I, we were like trying to figure out who's going to open where. And we were like, yeah, Bill Gillespie, 61 years old. He, he's got respect for the sport. He'll probably open yeah. at eight, nine. So like, you know, first guy will probably be Bill Gillespie. And I was like, yeah. Mendy's a smooth brain. He'll open at the record. Tiny will open. All these guys will open at 1100 and like everybody in between. And honestly, just like I was like, Tony Carlino, I don't know who this guy is. Sean Putnam, I don't know who this guy is. But we were talking about Gillespie. We're like, how the fuck? But like this guy's getting, we were saying who's not going to open at 1000. We're like, no way Gillespie opens at 1000. Right. So then we get to, you know, the, the, the intro video goes on. 
Fisher Financial yeah. Services give yeah. their spiel. He's like, I love powerlifting, so I'm just going to drop 20 grand. I hope you guys enjoy it. These guys are crazy. Let yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. And then, enjoyed it. and then basically, like, the meet starts, and yeah. they load the bar, and the first attempt, and I was just like, I knew from here we were fucked. Tiny, tiny <laughs> the first attempt was 1,014. And it wasn't Bill Gillespie. And I was like, oh my no. God, it's tiny. So it kept going. It's tiny. And he comes out and, you know, people were thinking like uh, tiny's been sponsored by Inzer for uh, 20 years, probably ever um, forever. And yeah. he dropped his sponsorship from Inzer just for this meet. So he can wear uh, these, this floral customs. It's like, yeah. No one was wearing a bench daddy or the, the Mike Womack bench no, shirt. There was no. one. What, what, what no, was that it? was an Anderson yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was the KLA wraps. It was, it was like yeah, that line KLA. Of um, so no one was wearing the original shit that people that started this whole rubber shirt fucking frenzy. This guy in New York, Rob Perel. I think he's in, in New England. I think he's in Massachusetts. Oh, he's in Massachusetts, yeah. F8 Customs. They make like eight ply bench daddies, basically. And <laughs> I knew it was fucked when Tiny came out with 1014 and couldn't touch in a fucking, uh, you know, I, he couldn't touch in the in, in, in this fucking bench daddy. Dude, that's why I think they didn't warm up. Because, like, what's the point? Yeah. You know? Well then, well, then I realized that each attempt, there was a, you know how we have a minute clock? Yeah. They, they, whatever guys, they, they actually had a two-minute <laughs> clock. <laughs> And they didn't follow that shit. So yeah, I didn't even um, know that they had a clock because they I were just like, there was no clock. You couldn't see anything. It was just. I remember Tiny came out and was like, "I got, I got five minutes, right?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, yeah. <laughs> "Shit took forever. It did take forever." Like they had a video wall behind the whole thing, but it was just, it was just the video replay, and then their it's light system thing. was just like lamps. They didn't have no DRLs. So, so anyway, Tiny comes out and misses. Then, like Sean Putnam comes out misses then like it just goes one by one um a lot of guys open around 1050 so like mendy comes out can't touch in, in these yeah. shirts he actually his his opening attempt he gets it down pretty close and then like he couldn't touch and then it like slings up and he goes into the rack yeah and, like he handled it pretty well I, I didn't expect that but like honestly with these shirts like i really think that if you like took a dead body and like wrapped its wrists and like took Mendy, like they take Mendy's shoes and they spray like glue on the bottom yeah, and they like, stick his feet down. Oh, the they spray, they were all spraying their bare they, backs they with stick. Their, yeah. They spray yeah. their backs with the shit. Like if you took a crash test dummy and like did that or like a dead body and like put it has some rebound. Yeah. And they put the take shirt a grip. on them and dropped the and like did it. like a five-man lift and like dropped it into them if you dropped it right like they might be able to come close and then bounce it off their chest you know maybe so like i don't know how <laughs> i mean mendy i don't want to focus his, on mendy uh, so right, much so we're going through the attempt I mean, so we're going through the recap that yeah. was his first attempt i think it was probably his best attempt of the, of the it week. looked like he might have a prayer making a thousand fifty because like we were obsessed with mendy like he's a fucking like he's a, he's legend. a legend and like we're just to yeah. see him in person to see that wrinkly fucked up looking head yeah. in person to <laughs> smell his yeah smell we, he know? was the star of the show for us for sure it's like it was just sick to see him in person but i was hoping to see something so then, yeah, so then Tony Carlino comes out, opens around 1050. You know, I don't know if he touched it or not, but he was super impressive. Guy was like 275. 
and uh, yeah, he was, you know, looked pretty fucking he was just sloppy. All these guys' forearms were like turkey legs, like that you see. It was actually <laughs> yeah. impressive to see these guys' fucking arms. Yeah, but um, so he misses. Then, like, Will Barati comes out, like, opens at like 10.53. He misses. I'm like, where the fuck? Is Bill Gillespie? Yeah, like, where the yeah. fuck is where Bill is Gillespie? He's sixty-one <laughs> years old. <laughs> you know, he's 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 claims he's natural theoretically. Yeah, he claims he's natural. You know, right. like he's sixty years old and natural. Like, what the fuck? Where is the that? fuck is Bill Gillespie? So, I keep saying I'm worried. Oh, yeah. he he's out of the meat. He he's not even. Yeah, only six. he ain't coming out. He ain't no coming way. out. So now the bar is at like ten fifty-seven or something, and this motherfucker comes out for his first attempt. Yeah, and I'm yeah, just, they, they slap on that ninth red. Or the 10th red. That's what it is. They the only on person the who opened heavier than him was Jimmy. But we'll get to Jimmy's attempt. So Bill Gillespie comes out. And, <laughs> I mean, you don't really notice anything is wrong. He, he He's a little twitchy. He's a little twitchy. He's a little twitchy. <laughs> you Super know, jacked up. All these guys need someone yeah. to help them put their arms on the bar. They can't, like, grab yeah, the bar themselves. Yeah. They, they need the, the lift off. A lot of them couldn't them. even go max grip with in these shirts. Yeah, like, a, a lot of them, even with help, they're not going max with. So... He's a little shaky, getting his hands his located body's helping him. on the bar. Red. They lift him out. <laughs> this is the only this this is the attempt he got the closest to. They lift him out. They give it yeah. to him. He holds it and like it came I, down I, a little bit. He might he might have tried to. The descent was like he like pinched his shoulder blades back. Maybe that's as far as yeah. he got on the descent. Like and it, he it put, moved yeah. half an inch. But it was shaking. The bar was shaking like fucking crazy. So like. They, they eventually he had to just rack it, right? Which you're like, okay, yeah. that's a lot of fucking weight. He shouldn't open there. You still don't think anything's that awry, right? So then he gets up off the bench and his arms are straight out like a zombie. <laughs> his whole body is shaking violently. His mouthpiece falls out. He's drooling. The they grab him. They grab him. Yeah. Like the, he's having, he can't walk. He's having like a full on like stroke or like seizure. Joe's like, Yo, he's having a seizure. Like he I was like, he's to, having a fucking. Having, I was like looking at him. Yeah. I was like, he's having a fucking seizure. The constable yeah, was doing nothing. Like, no, the, like there's like four people holding. You can't him. shoot a seizure. Like so. he couldn't like stand up on his own. He, <laughs> the constable did absolutely nothing, and then you can, like, but it's not gonna medic. help. So they met. Yeah, they pull him to the back, and they're like, "Is there a doctor? You know, over the like, is there a doctor in here? Is there a medic?" Med- like the whole like- time I'm staring at the constable and everybody's yelling for a medic and you think this guy would get on like his radio or something nothing doesn't fucking move and then nope. just everybody's freaking out and I'm like holy shit this meet's over that, that guy yeah. I thought when they brought him to the warm room he was just gonna lay down and like die. did he hit the floor yeah. like I, I thought that like my memory's a little hazy but I thought they like set it, him it down it took a long time for them to get him back there and then his like crew of retards just was like He's fine. No, don't, don't need a medic. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, like they, they asked him if there was a doctor in the house. We <laughs> He's like, no, no damn medic. We don't need no medic. So I just think we all assumed that he was out of the meat. Like, How was there not a medic in that place? I don't know. <laughs> like, let's get a bunch of people to try to bench a thousand and not even have. It's like someone's getting paid ten grand. We can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, but still, I just think that we assumed that like he was one and done. Like, thanks for coming, but. That, yeah. that they wouldn't this federation wouldn't money. allow him to lift right like no whatever it no. was it, what was it I, it was ipa yeah yeah so, <laughs> so they take him the back there's a whole commotion like jimmy cobb is is sitting by the chalk bowl like trying to get amped up like just watch this guy like basically die like 
and, he, yeah. and he's got to go out. I give Jimmy credit for this. He's a cold motherfucker. He's got to go out like after that. And Jimmy well, opened a thousand. 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 How much? Eighty. Eighty. Yeah, five. It's four ninety, right? No, that's four ninety. Four ninety. That's four ninety. Four ninety. And he comes Same, out. And Jimmy was wearing a single black katana. Only one wearing a black polo shirt. Yeah. So Scott, how would how would you uh, say that Jimmy talks about ventures? I want a quick impression. You know, in honor. Oh, so Jimmy is definitely, he's on the same team of us. He's, he's, he's team Pole. You, you can't be wearing rubber shirts in a meet and be respected. You have to wear Pole. Rubber is not the new Pole, you know. You know, Pole is not to denim as rubber is to Pole. It's just not the same. <laughs> That's perfect. That's so good. All right. So, so he's wearing a super katana, only guy in the entire so, meet. So the context is that his world record for a single ply lift, uh, the most weight ever benched single ply is ten fifty. This motherfucker comes out ten eighty. Yeah, and he just he just strokes it. He strokes it. Yeah, and, just kills yo, it. so so there's seven lifters. Just picture this: seven lifters, six miss their opener. Mm-hmm. He comes out and fucking strokes the biggest attempt. Me, I started tearing. Yeah, me, me and Babel were like, yeah. we're jumping up and down yeah. like 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 we just <laughs> won worlds. Yeah. Dude, I was like so excited. And Jimmy's like pulling the singlet down, like single fly, motherfucker, like yeah. And I was like, yo, how crazy would it be? Because all the attempts before were so bad, it really looked like Jimmy would be the only one to make a bench. And I was like, that would be fucking poetic as fuck. Yeah. But you show, know, show all these mongoloids. Yeah. What the fuck's up? I mean, the meat gets really good after this. It gets really good. <laughs> and so like, like three attempts into the first, the first round of attempts. Like I made a bet with Louise on like the over under for bomb outs, right? So there's seven lifters, and what did I say? I went on the under. It was four. Four, four was we the said line. Four is like the cutoff, yeah. right? Yeah. So like yeah. my action is kind of crazy right now. Only one person's in the meet. I'm like, yeah, and it fuck. looked really bad for you. Yeah. And the really other ones bad. weren't even close. Nobody so, was even close. Second attempt start. And I mean, already probably like 45 minutes has gone by. Just skip through seven attempts. Yeah, like yeah, it, it was, was really a theater. It would take so long for them. Like, to think about this. The we, and stuff. we ate like 2,000 calories each in Whataburger, <laughs> went to this meet. And by the time the meat was over, we were starving and we had to go get barbecue. <laughs> and it, we, we watched seven lifters. So it was a seven lifter bench only. It was meat. a fucking show. So then shit gets going again. And now, like Sean Putnam's first, his opener of 1025 gets fucking annihilated. Um, I don't know how it went. Most of these guys went up because most of the misses were like they couldn't touch. So, like, I think Mendy tried the same thing, like, couldn't touch again. Yeah. Um, I think it was worse. Like, Tiny had put some more weight on the bar. Yep. So, oh, so yeah. Tiny, like, he loves jumping around, like, dancing around. He's hopping side to side. He hopping likes doing around. the boxer thing. Yeah, like he's about to go fight the weights or something. Like he's got a. Yeah. And they had a really good pay per view live stream going. It looked really good actually. They had like guys yeah. with cameras on their shoulders and. Uh, oh, it was legit. A lot of people were texting me that they were watching the stream. A lot of people. So I think they did well with that. But Tiny wanted yeah. to play yeah. up the ca- play yeah. with the cameras. Yeah. So like we found we found out we found this out like after the fact because we talked to Tiny after the meet, but. But before his second attempt, he's jumping around. He's sticking his face in the camera. You know, he's like going crazy. And he hears a loud pop in his leg. Thinks he blows his knee out. 
This was before his second attempt. But in reality, like, like he's wrapped. He's like on the platform. Yeah, yeah. on the platform, jumping around like a moron, and he like tore his hamstring. He says, you know, that's theoretically. So theoretically, he gets under his second attempt. We didn't know at the time, but like he still couldn't touch like a thousand. You know, after Jimmy made 1080, pretty much everybody tried 1085. It was like whatever the fuck. Everybody just loaded that right. Yeah, and so um. You know, Putnam misses, Tiny misses, Scott Mendelson misses again. Fucking Bill Gillespie comes out. We're like, yo, put this guy back. <laughs> Send like him back. Was, we don't some... want to see this. Like, we're, 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 we're like, <laughs> everybody in the building was like, oh, no. no, it was just us. It yeah. was no, we were the only people concerned concerned with this like, shit. So it was like everybody with a USAPL membership was like, no, and everybody else was like, yes. So they, he comes out and he's already shaking. He's not even on the bench yet, but he's shaking uncontrollably. He's like, like he's, convulsing. His body still hasn't recovered from the stroke he just had. They lay his ass yeah. on the bench, and he's actually shaking so much he actually doesn't even set his grip fully before they just get rid of him. So that was like, wow, I can't believe he's doing this, but at least they didn't fucking put the weight in his hand. So we're like kind yeah. of relieved. They like lift, they try to lift him off, but Bro, they don't even get it out. No, they don't even get a second hand. He didn't even get a second hand on the on the right grip. They just took him out. That's not legitimately But it was crazy. I thought they started, started trying to lift him off, and, and they couldn't even get it out, and they just said no. Yeah, maybe it's that. They didn't get yeah. it out of the rack. Yeah, they didn't, Whatever. they didn't even get it out of the rack. And Barati tries a big weight, misses it. I mean, you just can't really tell who's going to make. So then fucking um, Tony Carlino. Carlino. We don't even know who this guy we, but, is. And I was like, I think this guy had no chance. I got to be honest. I think this guy this guy had no chance. He was the lightest guy. And he was opening with more than he ever benched. And now he's at 1085 to try and chip Jimmy, 1080. Because now these guys are, I mean, I will give them credit. They were all, a few of the, a few of them were smart enough to just make the next best bench because 10k was on the line and benches were not going to be made so you just if you just did the minimum to try and win that was probably the smartest move so jimmy set the bar and then this guy tony carlino comes out and does 1085 and um he fucking stroked it mm-hmm. i don't have anything to say about nice. the bench yeah um and then after him what the meat got really crazy Right. So everybody had went except Jimmy again. And so Jimmy is like, fucking, I'm in the meat. Yeah. I'm going fucking ape shit. Yeah. So Jimmy yeah. calls for 508 point. I'm pretty sure it was 508.5. Yeah. It was, it was 508. Kilos. Yeah. I'll never forget that. They had number. an extra long bench bar. They had all the kilo plates. They had everything fucking there. And he calls yeah. for 508.5. He comes out. Yeah. And he starts, you know, he's like hanging out by the chalkboard waiting for them to load it. I don't know. Yeah. What so, do you guys yeah. should take it from me? So, we're looking at the bar, right? And there's like on the end, there's like a blue, then like yellow. a yellow, and then like a ten. They had red. They had red. There's a spare red in the rack. Oh no! They, then they put out like they're, they're just calling for different weights. So they're taking shit off. They're like, oh no, 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 wait. There's an extra red on there. So then they peel off all the change and like take a red off. And it it's just literally they. I don't even know how to describe how bad it was because it literally took like 20 minutes. Uh, like they were, it. it was a real 20 minutes. Like the meat was held up. Like they took weight off the bar and put weight back on the bar. Like they were trying to call the weight in pounds four, and then convert yeah, it like four to five times. 
And then like Ian Bell's like he walks up to them and like shows them the app that you enter the kilo weight in or the pound weight and it shows yeah. you the actual and load. You can out. change it to a twenty-five key bar so it matches exactly like what. Yeah, you got. can change the bar. Yeah, yeah, like it yeah. shows yeah. you like a diagram, like so like a, a fucking six-year-old could do it, you know? And they're like, "That ain't right. No, no, get out, get out of here." <laughs> yeah, speaking of Ian, I was like, "Yo, this meet was crazy," but you know they didn't realize the best power from the room was just hanging out. Yeah, just sitting down. Ian pulled 854 at 20 years old. I watched that video earlier because I was just like, wow. But anyway. So anyway. They basically told Ian to fuck off even though he had the, the shit ready for them. <laughs> and he just so. like, okay, and he walked up. Yeah, this is the IPA, boy. <laughs> yeah, we don't use that. <laughs> so I, I actually found out what happened with that. So I was talking to Tony Cardell about that, and Tony Cardell lives in Spring, which is North Houston. And he was just like, he runs loadingchart.com, I think. And he was like, oh, yeah, you went to that meet. You should have called me. I'm the one that delivered the loading charts for it. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't know how many, he didn't expect them to be attempting that heavier weights because Tony's just like, I guess, doesn't know people have mentioned 500 keys and multiplied lifting oh anymore. God. So they just didn't have the right, they didn't have the charts. Once they got off yeah, the they charts, did, they were doing the, they were no the man's land. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I did, just figured, yeah, blah, 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 I had just figured like, if any meet is going to be ready, you need to have a loading chart. Like, I'm sure the WPO meets have loading charts past 13 for Dave Hoff, just in case. Yeah. Like, I figured this meet would, and like, Tiny's running the meet. Like, he the would whole, know to load at least like, up to 1,200. Like, if no one's even like, going. Hey, we got 12, we got 22 reds or whatever, you know? Give me a little yeah, use them. Use them. Yeah. So they had to wait, but they didn't have a fucking guide to load them. Yeah. No. But the, the best part is they gave up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, <laughs> they gave right. up. Uh, okay. uh, it should be 1100 and 8.8.25.6. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to say it. They gave up. They gave up they like and just calculated. loaded 1110. I mean, uh, sorry, 510. 510. Yeah, 510. I give Jimmy shit for this because, like, Tiny Meeker bench 1102, Roberati bench 1110 in pounds. And so, like, if if Jimmy went 505, we would have broke the record by three pounds. So I don't understand why it was 508 and a half. I think they fucked that up. And then it'd end up going at 510. Yeah. Regardless, so 20 minutes gone by, they keep announcing to the crowd. At this point, the crowd's super disengaged. And they're already disengaged because there's been two good benches and 14 attempts. And there's like five <laughs> minutes between each attempt. And now there's 20, there's been 20 minutes that have gone by with Jimmy standing there. And he's definitely lost his fucking pump or whatever pump up he had. And they're announcing, like, we just want to make sure we get it right. Yeah, yeah. this is, you know, let's do the right thing. So give up and load 510. And Jimmy must have changed shirts. We saw him change. We saw him shirtless. Shirts. So we, we assume he changed single ply shirts or else he wouldn't take your shirt off. And uh, he couldn't fucking bring it halfway down. Whatever shirt he put on was so fucking tight. Well, I think Ken came over after the second and was like, that's a stock 48 Katana. Yeah, and a stock forty-eight on his body is is it's two ninety at five five. That's six in basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wear yeah, you wear or you wear a forty-eight. That's yeah, what I, I wear a fifty-two, which is dumb. I don't recommend it. But for him, his upper body is bigger than mine, even though he's five five. But it's just a fact. So he couldn't touch eleven. It was ended up being like eleven twenty-four. He couldn't touch it. Yeah, which is it is just insane in, in itself. So now we've had we we've gone through second attempts and we've had one opener made and one second attempt made. Yeah. And Tony Carlino is in the lead. 
So right now there's two, guys two people in the meet. Two my, people in the meet. My bet is still not looking good. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> well, we and then we figure out that we know that fourth attempts are live. Fourth attempts are live. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know how that affects your bet because well, I don't think you, you can bomb to, out. Yeah, you have to fourth. be in the meet to yeah. get a fourth attempt. Wait, but we have no idea what actually rules apply. Yeah, we, we don't know the rules. Yeah. So we, we were no like, idea. we didn't know. We were like, fourth attempts are live. It would have been good if, like, the announcer, like, kind of knew anything, knew the weights. Yeah, knew something or could explain to the crowd, like, how it works. The announcer was, like, was, like, trying during first attempts, but then gave up. Or, like, who's in the lead? You know, this guy needs this to take first place. And, the like, I feel like I could have done a better job announcing the meet. Yeah, they should let, they should let me and Alex announce next year if Tiny's listening. That would be sick. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm actually should free. message Tiny on Facebook after this. We'll do it for free. Yeah. No, we're just because we're going to see Donna's anyway. I know. That's what I'm saying. We'll announce yeah. it for free. I'll do it for a Dr. Pepper shake. Yeah, I'll do it for a Dr. Pepper shake, too. That sounds good. Um, so, anyway, we're going to third attempts, and it's, like, a lot of the same story. Um, but Sean Putnam's first at this point with 1025. It's his third uh, attempt at it. His whole family's there. We really wanted him to make it. His kids and his wife were there. Yeah. And uh, he stroked it. Looked pretty good. So, yeah. now, we got, now we're at three. Um, at this point, everybody's at some insane weight. So then like Bill Gillespie is like next and he comes out. He's going to pass, right? (laughs) After he couldn't get it out of the rack and like had another seizure, there's no way this guy is going to come out. He he comes out. They actually get it into his hands and, uh, he just shaking so much. He doesn't actually start the bench. Yeah. Like we watched a YouTube video of him like afterward and like he had like a little bit of a tremor. So like. I don't know. Like, what's, like what's it's normal. The it, it, they say it's normal for. We watched a video of him benching nine fourteen, and he was shaking a lot, but he was able to like reel it in. And it wasn't. It wasn't nearly as bad as what we saw. Like it was like a little tremor, but like this guy was super, super fucked up, man. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. So anyway, he goes out on his shield. Yeah, he goes out. Not really, but I mean, like we literally were like oh, the best part. To- he gets up. And like he just bombed out and hardly even like moved the barbell at all. And he goes to the side judge. He's like, that was fun. And we're like, you <laughs> like you're a sick individual. Yeah, you died. Yeah. <laughs> you have a brain blood in your brain. You have a brain blood right now. Yeah. So who's next, Joe? So that then like everybody was trying to win. So um Mendy. No, because Mendy was over 11 at this point. So then next was Will Barati. Will Barati took ah, yes. um, like a nu- 495, so, or 1,091, because Jimmy did 490, Tony Carlino did 492, and then Will Barati, being a, a smart person, went 495. So he absolutely fucking ki- i can't stress it enough he absolutely fucking smoked this bench and i was like oh my god this bench. he can match 525 he just like he opened too light he opened too fucking light so he strokes it and we're like okay so now he's in the lead and babel has four people so babel won the bet well so, at least is it is it yeah because we talked about putnam or he made, oh yeah he made so there oh, were yeah. actually two good benches in the third third round yeah. But now everybody else, every Jimmy was Jimmy making his opener and being able to to take one bench and make one bench had scared so many people into thinking he was going to make the eleven twenty four that everybody else went higher. So um, Jimmy Jimmy took eleven twenty four and couldn't touch it. Tiny Meeker took eleven 
29. Yeah, they're like, anybody got a knee wrap? Yeah. We got to like, wrap his thigh. He, 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 <laughs> like, he brought it halfway down and obliterated it because he can handle his weight. Oh, he, yeah. just, he had no chance to touch in that fucking eight-layer Pharrell Customs thing. And, like, I don't know. Those things are already aboard thick already. Too. Tony Carlino came out there. and tried 11-something, which is fucking insane. And he, like... I don't know what I don't think he touched it either. And then um Mendy comes out and tries it too. And this is all still third <laughs> attempts. So you've had four third attempts that are over eleven hundred pounds. And this was the best. I mean, Babel has said this is the best part of me by far. They they unracked this, right? So like Mendy's got like a club foot. Everybody that's seen Power Unlimited knows he like got into a car accident in the Astro van and his entire ankle shattered, and that's why he doesn't <laughs> squat. But if it was in the Olympics, he'd squat. But like, so he's got like this club foot with like a four inch heel, like this boot. And they're like, he's got like glue on it. He sets up, like gets under the bar. And he's like all fucked up looking. Oh, he wrinkles. came out. So he was wearing this orange uh, Pharrell custom shirt. Yeah. For his first two, he came out in this blue one that looked like it was six inches thick. Yeah. Like these things, like they stretch out over your chest, like a bench daddy when you touch, but like, they're still like fucking 10 layers. It looked thick. like he had a two board in there, but yeah. it was just the amount of poly layers he had was just yeah. it's like rubber layers like these things it's like you take a fucking car tire and like staple it in the middle look like and like you stick your arm through it like that's what it looks it's like they look like tires. like you're wearing a tire. tires are thinner than that <laughs> yeah tires are actually thinner like if you if they weren't if it was just the tire material and not like those sidewalls like these shirts are thicker than that they're like two tires mm-hmm. yep so you're right he gets his feet like placed. He like gets his like gets his no, neck. He, he doesn't do shit. His people place his feet. They yeah. place his neck. People they place, place his, his neck. Hands. People place his hands. He's just there. He's like a dead body. Like he's just literally there. On. And he's got his head back, and he's just like, Argh. and they unrack it. And when we say, at no point whatsoever during this attempt. Did he offer any resistance to the bar? Like they they do like the five man lift, so it kind of looks like release. So release. The second they said release, the bar just went down with gravity. Like it it's like the only the only difference is for the first second it was coming down in free fall in his hands, yeah, and then it hit true free fall. And his hands were left behind, and it just fucking yeah, yeah. annihilated. <laughs> he started. The reason it stopped is the savage shirt just fucking just like <laughs> slowed down just a little bit, but then his thumbs blew off his hands. <laughs> it's in free fall, and then it hits a little resistance, and he can't reel it in, and just dumps it on his belly. And like the way that these idiots have the bench set up, the face guards like Tiny doesn't even like face guards, right? So like. They, they weren't were too low. They weren't adjusting the heights of the face guards or anything. They were probably at the lowest setting. Just they didn't even have a scoring program. Like no, like they didn't know rack heights. It was literally they walk out there. That's too low, and five guys had to pick up one side of the bar oh as they moved. God. Yeah, the, the, the bench. bench was adjustable. They it was had like to a pick up the bar thing. and adjust it by hand yeah. when yeah. it had eleven hundred pounds on it. 
it was yeah it fucking was, insane yeah, yeah. So, so the bar crashes down on mendy's gut and he's like like and the back spotter like instead of trying it's to just... grab the bar like reels back because he's grossed out like he's, he's expecting guts, guts yeah, and blood are he's, gonna fucking he's waiting for him. mendy's blood to squirt everywhere so he's fucking reeling back and they're just like watching mendy like getting crushed and pinned by this bar like guillotined by this you hear, like, I think I heard one side clink against the face. Yeah, side, it was like, a really loud. They, they both hit. They both hit. I watched it. In slow yeah, mode. they both they hit. Both but they had to go hit. through him. They hit it flexed it. on him and yeah. hit the face savers. The they were like at his oh weight. It was like, so bad. So yeah. it dropped like a good, I'd say eight to ten inches of free fall, like free from fall. when he let go of it onto his onto his belly. He got up. It was fine. He got up. And that like, was the most impressive thing. Was that he just got up? We would fake check our phones and Instagram and go, oh my God, guys, Medicine just posted. He's at Kingwood <laughs> Medical <laughs> Center. He's going to die. Oh my God, you <laughs> see Mindy's story? <laughs> so we're driving, we're driving to the meet and we keep passing like on the highway, the Kingwood Emergency Room, like Medical Center. It's like yeah, on the way back from the airport. From, like, meet's here. <laughs> it's right down. It's a block <laughs> away from the venue. So we're like, oh my God, like, I started following Mendy's girlfriend after the meet. Did you see her story? Like they're in the ER. He's got a ruptured spleen. He's gonna He's eternally bleeding. He's gonna die. <laughs> so we were doing that the rest of the weekend. But dude, there are so many nuances to this meet that were so fucking entertaining. Like these guys who weren't even wearing bed shirts, they slip on and off. They had cut their singlet strap <laughs> and then made Velcro. Velcro so that when they're done benching, they could just pop their singlet strap off and then slide their fucking tire off. Yeah. Mendy didn't even have, he had a <laughs> hole. It cut, it cut a hole singlet. with scissors. Like it looks like it's like flapping in the wind, like his singlet's got a giant. So you hole. could reach up and like adjust your belt and shit. Yeah, you can you can close the lever without you can wear the belt under your singlet. <laughs> Dude, there were there were a lot of nuances to this meet where I was like, holy shit, like the stickum, they were spraying everywhere. Shit like that. I was like, this is next level like retard. Yeah. Like I've never seen such techniques. Yeah. I have the hiccups from these beers. But I mean, literally every bench that was made, like, I mean, like we breezed through the recap because we're getting long here, but like every bench that actually got made was actually clean. It and, was. And we went crazy. Like yeah, we everybody lost their shit. Well, there were four thousand pound benches in, yeah. one, in one meet, and then there were two fourth attempts. That's the best part. So Putnam came out since he had made his third, and he's over forty. He tried ten fifty for the Masters world record because it has to be a world record if it's a fourth attempt. Yeah, theoretically, yeah. Like, I, really I, I actually just looked up the IPA world record like protocol for this shit. And I was wondering first, how he got an attempt. I assumed it was because he was a master, but it yeah. wasn't a lot. So it's for, first of all, it says if you want to set an all-time world record at a local meet, you have to get approved by the home office. So assuming Tiny got approval from the home office, they're good. But this is a lifter may request a fourth attempt in each lift to set or break an IPA record when the lifter successfully accomplishes one of the first three attempts in the record lift he or she is trying to break. Mm. Okay. So you okay. got to make so, one and it's got to be a world record. Thank but you. Sean Putnam must have been trying the Masters all time record because it was only 1050 and he got annihilated. And then the only <laughs> one who. Well, maybe it was a weight class. Maybe it was weight class or something. Sean Putnam. 
If there's a world record, then... <laughs> I mean, they, they, I mean, none they of these guys a, were fat. They, they had, like, were 308. He was short as fuck. No, Sean Putnam was one of the big ones. Sean Putnam was, like, 6'5", dude. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh yeah. anyway, then, uh, then the only... So, like, Gillespie's bombed out. Um, Tiny's bombed out and um, Mendy's, oh, Mendy's yeah. bombed out. So they, they couldn't try a fourth. No, so the only the only other people who could try a fourth after Putnam were um, Carlino, Jimmy, and um, Will, sorry, Will Barati. So then Carlino comes out and tries 11-29 finally. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he misses. And then Jimmy was like, surprisingly, Jimmy, I was like, Jimmy, it's a load 11.50, like, in my head. Like, you can't yeah. touch it. You need more weight. So, but Jimmy bowed out. Carlino missed. So then, then Barati was like, well, I won the meet whether I get under 11.30 or not. So, fuck it. So, he didn't even do a fourth attempt. So, after all was said and done, we had four successful attempts yeah. of, in 23. So we weren't 100% sure about the, the fourth attempt rule, Scott. Thank you for reading that. Like, we were like, is it possible, like, if you don't make your third, like, you have to make your third attempt to go for the world record? But, like, no, you just need to have one good lift. So Jimmy could have gone for the world record and just said he's done. But, yeah. like, for 10 grand, why not get under the bar? Yeah. So the final standings were Will Barati, 1,091. He won ten grand. Mm -hmm. um, Tony Carlino won five grand, did a thousand eighty-five, and Next Jimmy thousand. won two thousand with ten eighty and an ten five three or top. ten five two. Dude, and a, everybody got a thousand. So that Fisher Financial yeah. guy paid it's out a lot of like money. the max, the max <laughs> amount of money that you could possibly pay out, like the top three, and everybody yeah. taking attempts. With the fewest number of attempts possible. Yeah, he paid out twenty-four thousand. Yeah, and plus the venue, that video wall, probably not cheap. They had a lot of sponsors. They had a lot of sponsors. They yeah. did. That you didn't see all the sponsors going on the video wall. Yeah, they, they had like Walmart, like Texas Power Bars, and Enzer, and like those guys aren't giving enough money to make a dent. Five hundred bucks here, five hundred bucks there. I don't know. I wish we had enough. Lou on here so we can analyze the quality of the video panels. Was he was gonna look at the back, but he didn't get a chance. We, we bounced out of that because we were too hungry. Yeah, Lou wasn't that impressed, but like, you know, it's just to like, pixels. just to like recap. I mean, like, this was the craziest, most entertaining, I think, powerlifting meet that we've ever been to, and we had yeah. to pay. Fifteen dollars. Dollars. And I believe the pay per view was like ten dollars. Yeah. And you like pre-order it for six. If, yeah, if you pre-ordered, yeah. it's six dollars. That's like less than like a like a shitty movie. Like that's like the price of a shitty movie, right? Like not even a new movie to like buy on Xfinity. Like I would have paid fifty dollars at the door, easily. I would have paid more than that. That's the most entertaining powerlifting meet I've ever had been to. That's the most fun I've ever had at a meet. If, if I knew how By good far. it was going to be, I would pay more. Yeah, like, we knew going in. If I just got yeah. there and didn't even know, and I was like, Mindy's going to be there. Like, someone might die. Like, I'll pay 50 bucks. Like, not even if, – even if it's the worst thing ever. But knowing what happened, I'd pay 80 bucks. Yeah, I was thinking 100. I, I'd pay 100 to get in there and relive that again for the first time. 
So like, hopefully we talk to Tiny, we can announce it next time or something. Let him know what people will probably be willing to pay to see this mayhem, this carnage. It was insane. Like somebody's gonna die if they do it every year. They should have an ambulance. But are they gonna in the the fucking handicap spot? They should have an ambulance. Yeah, Tiny said he wasn't gonna do it. He's like, next time I'm not running the meet. Hashtag eleven whatever eleven twelve. I mean, I think he was like butthurt because he couldn't be like the fucking hero. Yeah, the hometown hero. Maybe he thinks somebody else should be the meat director and he might have to do it. I mean, he probably did some stuff. Who would care about it enough, though? Like, maybe we should host like the the baddest in Luis's warehouse. In the Luis's warehouse in Boston. Baddest bencher in the Boston? No, in the world. No, on the planet, but you have to come to Boston. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know that that's not the first baddest bench? Meet. Do you guys know that? No. So I'm, I'm looking at Mindy's open powerlifting, and in 2011, there was the baddest bench at the big show. Oh, <laughs> the big show. Big Mindy show. <laughs> yeah, of course you bombed. So then it we were in Wyoming. We were looking into Mindy like hardcore. He hasn't made yeah. a bench in competition in seven years. Yeah, his last, his, he, he benched 292.5 raw in 2013. Yeah, and then he tore his back in the next attempt. Then the last multi one he did was in 2012. Yeah, so, uh, July 14th, 2012. We also were watching his training a little bit. The last and, time, uh, he, he, not only can he not touch in his shirt, he can't touch raw. <laughs> like it was, Obama was in his first term when Mindy Mindy got a last bench. <laughs> Dude, we were watching Mindy. He takes out 70 keys and he doesn't touch it. He yeah, just like does this. He just lifts yeah. it with his joints. <laughs> and he was talking about some coil process. It's like coil. Yes, yeah. to coil. You only touch by uncoiling, Joe. You got to be too, you got to be, the weight has to compress your coil. Yeah. So then he t- took out 170 keys and it looked like if he touched it, he would miss it. But he did a couple of coiled reps. <laughs> and yeah, then he put on his shirt and went, sh- went straight to like 900. In this training video, no, remember Hoff was, was there. Hoff was, was like, "What the it fuck?" Was, it was what was it? It was it was nine hundred. It was like three seventy five keys. It was like eight twenty seven. It was like about a thousand, and it was like nine thirty seven. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we go around a thousand now. I was saying that Mendy, like he's barely alive, but if he had to brush his teeth, he would need a three-foot extension on his toothbrush. Yeah. his body's so fucked. Up. He, he, he's he, a he can't get anywhere close to his face. Put yeah, he needs a loof on a stick to brush his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> like this. It's just when he was walking away from the platform, he had to have a guy to rest his hands on. As he oh, that's away. normal multiply bench like activity. But it's with this. I'd, like, I'd never this seen the, like the lead blocker that, that also was a support for the wrists. I've never seen that before. Yeah, that was new. yeah. Babel was like, wow, none of them wrapped their own wrist, but that's been going on for the. Yeah, none of them also didn't do anything or barely made a bench. <laughs> don't wrap your wrist. Don't set yourself up the, and the, don't the also, baddest, also don't make a bench. Yeah. It's actually the baddest ventures on the planet. That was not an exaggeration. That was a yeah, good like the him. baddest. Well, who do you guys think? Who are you most impressed by? Hands down, Jimmy Cobb. Same. Of course, think, that's that's the favorite. Yeah, you got. I think even though Barati won, like I think it goes in reverse order. So like even then, Jimmy got third. Like Jimmy was the most impressive. Tony Carlino was Definitely. second most impressive, and then Will Barati, who won, was the third impressive. Just because he smoked the fuck out of the weight he did did make. Yeah, he he kind of ate shit twice, but when he freaking the stars have to align for these guys. 
It's always been yeah, that. which they do for they do for us as well, but it's just like an extra order of magnitude. Like they're yeah. either gonna eat shit and burn up, or they're gonna live in glory forever. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's how I live. My which life. I respect that. I like that. You gotta ride the lightning a little bit. Yeah, but their rate is so much lower than even like mine, and I'm probably one of the lowest success rates in lifting in in IPF single ply. I mean, you look at these rubber shirts. You get, you're the worst. Imagine, there's no there's no tolerance for error. Like you really have to. Like by the millimeter of the the placement in the pocket, like it could just shoot straight up. But if it's off by like half a degree of your trajectory, it just goes one way or the other. Like I feel like they're harder to dial in than a normal venture because there's nothing wrapped around your shoulders to like support it more. It's just like there. It just goes flying. Yeah, I don't know. It's shocking crazy. We gotta try one. Would you take out a thousand pounds? Would you take out a thousand pounds for a thousand dollars? I think if I got one of those shirts, um, that like the first week I would take out seven. I, it would take me four weeks to take out a thousand to feel comfortable. I would just wear elbow sleeves. You like, probably can. Just... It, someone's asking me about the rules, and I was like, "Well, the rule of multiply power thing in uh, in what true they... unlimited power thing yeah. is you can wear any material, any did, amount of layers, any material. You can you encase it? yourself what, in concrete it? if you can if you can touch the bench." Jim, Jimmy described what the, what uh, division they were allowing the the rubber shirts in other federations, and I don't know if it was unlimited. I don't remember the word. Well, like I, I just figure it was unlimited because. Um, I mean, if you can wear elbow sleeves on the squat in the WPO, why can't you put them on in the, in the rubber shirt and just look? Why can't you wrap your elbows? I'm just why saying. Remember, remember when people used to duct tape their shirts? Oh yeah, that was the. I, I mean, remember, that seems I remember seeing like a guy whose shirt was made of duct tape. He made his so own. I'm just figuring that it's it's in the unlimited division. Yeah, why can't you wrap your elbows? That's a good call. They there must be a rule against yeah. that. There's got to be. It's They're leaving be like, like 50 keys on the a table single if they piece. Their There's got to be a single well, piece shirt. Why would you shirt. wear? It's why would you wear an shirt. elbow wrap if you were had a shirt that that's pretty close to your elbow or a rubber shirt that covers your elbow? But the, so you can bench 14 without your shit exploding. Yeah, the shirt's not doing anything about this joint it's all yeah, your it's doing, your it's doing no real good i don't think it's practical because when you're when you're in the near your chest and the rubber shirts completely stretched you have a huge amount of tension built up under your elbow or try like lower tricep i mean like when you bench, bench shirts work when you bench you don't need to like extend your elbow it's like about you you want the weight like over the joint you're not even like worrying about that really i don't know if it would even help i think you really want just a bunch of compression if you stack your joints correctly yeah. not just in one side you want the whole thing encapsulated like your knee wraps like if you could just wrap the front of your knee it'd probably be like i mean yeah i understand how it would benefit i just don't think it's practical to do both yeah the question is is it hey man load up 1500 and take it yeah you can take a three meter gripper to your elbow and then put on the rubber shirt i'm I am shocked. I am. I want to see that. that. I didn't see a compound fracture. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I forget who it was, but one guy he he came down and he lost Barati's first attempt. Maybe he lost his his hand. Just shot up like it. There came was so up, much stored energy in his in his hand in his arm, and he <laughs> like his palm slipped <laughs> off like when he pressed, and his arms went. Through the roof. He got, yeah, he got crushed. The bars on him, but his arm just fucking shot like a rocket. It was insane. And me and Bow were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> we were like kind of close, but that you couldn't. Nobody in the whole venue could really see what was going on. They had yeah. fucking seven. Spotters. You had to use the video board. Yeah, they had seven squatters, and Middleton still got guillotined. That's what. Yeah, really yeah. Good. And they had people like they had like the judges like literally hovering over 
in addition. You couldn't see anything because then the judges couldn't see anything. So then they were hovering over. And Chief Ref looked like a panther on a branch. Like he yeah. was way up in there, just, <laughs> just looking the whole time, waiting for the slightest benefit of the doubt. Like, is it touch the press? Yeah. Yeah. But, but man, I guess our biggest regret is that we didn't stick around um, to like really, like, I wish we like took our phones out and like recorded video, like, because interviews. I could have just been like, Bill. What happened out there? And it would have been classic. Like, <laughs> but, I, 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 but we were try, super. That shit was sick. Yeah, we were no, super concerned about see being. How close I was. I almost had it. Yeah, we were concerned about being there any longer than we had. We were like, we but, definitely have COVID right now because there, yeah. like, three hundred people in the room exhaling and all this shit. Like, our masks aren't doing shit. Like, I literally covered my hand to my elbow in hand sanitizer when we left there. But Not like, that that did anything, but we, uh, no one got corona. And like the funny thing is, huh. like they it's had this negative. baddest bencher in the planet meet, but they had IPA worlds going on, push, push pull, pull worlds. worlds. Oh, so so like before world. the baddest bencher meet, they had the bench like oh, like the bench sessions for worlds for the commoners for the common like for like the people that are like traveling from all over the world, world. to do yeah. this meet. And then they have this like two hour, like hour and a half, two hour sideshow. Side it was show. two hours. They do twenty four attempts. It was ridiculous. And then they come. These guys have to come back and deadlift after. So like we're like they're setting up the deadlift and like I, like they're clearing out and then they're they're all taking pictures with each other. So we didn't want to like be like oh hey hey Mr Mendelssohn like how, how do you feel after eating that bar to the belly <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like we wanted to but we didn't like we talked to tiny after and i took a picture with him and i think this is what also got us too he's like he was like shitting on us for keeping our masks on while we took a selfie with him and we were just like all right he's like yeah i tore my hamstring you know uh like i, I almost got it you know but it's all right you know i just you know yeah like, hey, so wear a mask on. what do you wait what you got that mask on for <laughs> like so, and I was like, oh, you know, we travel from Boston. It's just right to have it on. And he was like, okay, I understand. And that was like, we were kind of like, all right, let's get out of here. So we didn't do any post meet interviews. And I, I, we immediately regretted it as we were eating barbecue <laughs> at Papa's. <laughs> that was like, hands down, the most entertainment. It was awesome. It was, yeah, I'll never it was, forget it. it. Was, and I hope they do it next year. But and I I've hope never had Hobbs such and high highs of Bolo's. Yeah. And Keneally. Keneally wasn't there. That was a bummer. Right, it's like for fifteen bucks you saw a guy, two men almost die. Mm-hmm. One guy walked like what, like Mendelssohn. Yeah, you saw Don. It was like the shock. Mendelssohn was already dead. Yeah, you're watching that guy walk out there, and you're like, I didn't expect to see a man die today. I'm watching this man walk into his coffin right now. He's gonna die on this bench in front of God and everybody. And then you saw just Jimmy Cole just rep single ply till he dies. And just be like, he was the only one that could actually make lifts. I feel like if he, if there was no crazy money, he probably would have went three for three. Like, and just, yeah. if he was just trying to max it out, but he was, he was in already. It was all for the money. And, oh man, the atmosphere was pretty electric. It was, it was very, very electric. And then every time somebody made a lift, you guys were on the side and we were on the back corner and we would just like show up like, that's one, yeah. that's two. 
That's three. No one knew what the fuck we were doing. Just making a mockery the whole event. Yeah, no. we were up in there. Like I got yeah, up in there, were, like trying to take a video. Oh, you were on the backstage. I was like standing on the stage, like I like worked, was working there. There was no good view. We actually were trying to buy the staff shirts at one point so that we could get. Yeah, I was like, and can I get got, a spotter loader? Shirt? The guy was like, ask tiny, ask tiny. <laughs> so we didn't get the shirts, but I don't know. Yeah, and I, I just hope it goes next year and we could plan more. I just didn't think we knew what to expect. I'm like Joe, like he was like Joe's like, yeah, get up there. Like I'm like, yeah, I don't want to get like kicked out. And he's like, I, I hope they try something. Like this would be this would be a fucking hilarious story. Yeah, like, I would be like, us. we're not leaving. We came here from Boston to cover the meat, the spicy PL podcast, and Tiny invited us. They would never kick me out of that meat. They'd have to fucking get a constable to shoot me. We were like almost trying, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> So, the, funny, right, so, the funny thing is, is there's no meat results for the baddest venture on the planet. And you remember Tiny had such beef because his 1102 doesn't count because there's no, because the meat director didn't submit the results. That's right. Yeah. It's not on him. about that. Like, at least get yeah. it on. Get it to, get on it to the website. It's been like two weeks. Open power up. Then. Do it. Yeah, do it's it, not yeah, on here. Put it somewhere. I mean, there's a YouTube video that has like all the attempts like recorded from someone's cell phone where you can't see anything but you could oh, probably, the, ooh. <laughs> you could probably still buy the like the pay-per-view or whatever right dude you'll you get a kick out of this i just saw this all-time world records must be videoed with two videos as visual record in case the legitimacy of a lift is questioned if the judgment of a lift is questioned, the IPA board of directors, the state chairman, and the meat director will review the lift and determine its legitimacy. They have video review for all-time world records. That's it. <laughs> That's because their shit has been bad for so long, but no one broke a record. So <laughs> It's in the rule book. This is amazing. That's Not it. applicable. That's kind of good. It's good, but it's bad because they yeah, had to do it because they were passing. Vocal it's going to be two videos, like Brian Carroll squat. You can have yeah. two videos that can be kind of the same and still count, but yeah. All right. So we have a very special edition of a segment that we typically do. It's called who's pissing hotter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so bad adventure edition. Bad adventure edition. So we're yeah. going to start this one out. You know, it's going to be kind of tournament style. <laughs> we're going to start with the uh, theoretical natties. Theoretical. <laughs> Who's pissing hotter out of Bill Gillespie, Tiny Meeker, and Jimmy, Jimmy Cobb? Claim, claim lifetime natties, I think, all three. Dobbins. So, theoretically. Go ahead. Go ahead, Doc. Theoretically. If I was to theoretically question a man's honor, I would probably just theoretically purely go with Gillespie because he was red. He was red. He had thick skin. Yeah. And any man that got under a grand at 61 years old, there's got to be some Jack. We were trying to figure out who had there, the thickest, you know? reddest skin. And so we were yeah. pinching each other. <laughs> skin check. Yeah. Uh. Luis made up a theory that if you have thick skin, it means you're more gas. But I was like, that doesn't make sense. Because if you're gas, you're like red. shredded and your skin's thin. But we just roll with it. I think it's a special part of your neck. Yeah, your if it's neck. Thick, you got to pinch it. Then you're, you're gas. But yeah. I'm going to go Gillespie as well. And that's just based on, I mean, the visuals. Like uh, Tiny and Jimmy are like, they're very thick men, but they're they're just, that's it. There's, I mean, with Gillespie, hair. you have yeah. you have the pigment mm-hmm. of dark purple. Dark mm-hmm. purple when he's lifting, which happens to me because of blood pressure, but 
it, it's yeah. worse with um non natties it's way worse and also the, his back knee was was on a different level than anybody else there mm. so he just his skin was just it was too murky mm. to be yeah. natural i don't know how you get and then hurt. his reaction to the whole deal of trying to bench a weight was i mean there's no way he was yeah. natural my my shit would explode yeah at 40 under that let alone 60 i don't i just i don't see how that doesn't mean it's a lot it just means that it's more than the others in my opinion theoretically theoretically you know theoretically. we're not accusing anybody there's no drug testing no. in this meat right we're no, just no we're just saying like if we were to smell the urine of all three of these i men, mean i can make a case for tiny as well what would smell stronger you know jimmy so cobb like, jimmy cobb is natty but the fact that tiny dropped Inzer and went with the rubber shirt is mean he might have, have also there, there might have been more to that because that it just means that. he wanted this record so bad yeah yeah true and i heard that the the new super duper phenoms the navy ones actually had some boltish issues people were ripping sdps the navy people ones. have been ripping sdps for forever it's just you a double play hardcore oh no i hear you gotta get royal blue you gotta get royal blue not navy navy blue is not it anymore no I mean, well, Hawthorne's well black. no royal is the most is the most reliable that this is shit i used yeah. to beat on outlaws <laughs> Okay, so Whoa. I'm gonna have to go. That's why they made the bolt blue. Yeah, the blue material is stronger. The black is the black tears, the red tears. You don't want that shit. I'm gonna have to go with Phil as well. I, I think, uh, you know, theoretically, theoretically, you know, maybe clean means if a doctor prescribes it, it's okay in the IPA yeah. or yeah. in someone else's world. When we're 61, we're gonna be pushing so much TRT. He's definitely just, on at uh, least TRT. You don't yeah. know, you know, we're not accusing anybody, but I could imagine that being a scenario where he's claiming natural, but also, yeah, you know, it's, it's plausible. Regardless, possible. the guy, the guy tried to kill himself three times in front of us for our entertainment. And I respect yeah. that. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, you know, he is or is not on. He's a, he's a psycho. Well, yeah, there's I four mean, contestants. I mean, left. So how do you want to stack these up, Joe? I mean, I think we should do kind of tournament style. Maybe uh, we'll do we'll pair up uh, pair up two of them. Maybe Sweet Putnam and Putnam and Carlino. Putnam and Carlino. That's that's a good one. I because because you know I, Putnam. Put, I don't remember what he looks. Looking like. at Putnam, his face was so fat you could hardly see through his eye, like to his eyeballs. It looked like, like he had w very okay. like. He had a very bloated face. I actually want to go yeah. with Putnam, even though he benches less. Well, Carlino, is he from Atlantic City? Like, is he from New Jersey? No, that was somebody what, else. Which was from Georgia? 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 Yeah. yeah. Was one of them it's from New talented. Jersey? Putnam and... and Because uh, I'm thinking WPO. Roddy from New York. York. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're thinking of WPO meet we were watching. There was someone from Atlantic City. So where are they all from? They're off... Carlino was from Atlanta. He just moved to Florida with his girlfriend yep. like the day after me, and I saw yep. that on Instagram. Um, Putnam and Barati were from New York. Tiny's from Texas. Mendelssohn's from LA. And yep. I'm missing one. Oh, and Bill Gillespie's oh. from like uh, Maryland or some shit. North Carolina, something like that? Yeah, some somewhere Coast. around there. Okay. Mid I think that's everybody. And Jimmy Culp's from Virginia. Okay. All right. So Culp and Gillespie are neighbors. I know everything. All right. I think I'll go, I'll go with Putnam then. 
Putnam's eyes were beady and his face was so bloated. And Tony Carlino is just like a fucking super. I mean, he's definitely on shit. He's like a little. Like I a think little, Putnam's on more. It was like there was the bald guy, right? He was a little bald. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little short, yeah. like bald, huge, Italian biggest arms ever seen. He was like a short, bald Italian guy that was like ten feet yeah, long. Yeah, he's the Italian and hairy. He's the Italian. I also watched some of his training. He benches maybe four fifty five, bro. So like, if he was on more, I bet, I bet Putnam is just like fucking. When training at Metal Militia, also in New York, upstate New York, I just yeah. think okay. they're on more shit. Okay. So Putnam's in the final. So, so now we have the all-time world record holder, and the, you know a previous all-time record yeah. holder. Barati and Mendy. Barati and Mendy. <sighs> This is tough. Is it in his prime or at the day of the meet? I mean, I think that meet, like if we went around, we should we should do this next year. Just like have them all pissed for fun. <laughs> you know, like t- test them and actually figure out yeah. who's actually the hottest. You know, like Dude, they, they might... would never piss for us. Why not? Because they just be too, they, like... they probably are proud of it. Like they like they probably <laughs> want to see, like, we'll be like, we'll give a thousand dollars to the hottest pisser. <laughs> yeah. Who's the best? I would, I would pay a thousand if we got seven piss. Like, piss we, we'd be like, we're gonna judge who's got the hottest piss via viscosity, <laughs> alcohol content, <laughs> by taste, taste, smell. I'm not paying for seven drug tests, I'll pay a thousand of the winner. I mean, speaking of, if there's testosterone in the piss that they can find, what what about just drinking piss instead of cum? This is going. Sorry, this is going. So let's not go off the rails. Prime <laughs> or in the meet? right now at the meet. If we if we if we ran a protocol, even though I'm asking the question, which would make you think it would change my answer, it doesn't. Yeah, Mendy. I think he's just so fucked up. Dude, Mindy is so calcified on the inside. It's, yeah, I don't think karate. Like, 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 like you're telling shit. me the guy took 11:30 to the gut and got up and was like, "Oh, that was you know, it was tough," you know. Like I'm that fine. is a diesel pumping motherfucker. That's the that other thing. Is, he got up and like I'm watching it right now because I paid for the pay per view so I can watch this forever. Like he just gets up and he's like, "Ah, you know, it, it happens. It's not my day." And I'm like. It was almost your last day. This is, how did you not die? We're leaving the meet, and Scott was like, I saw this video of this Russian guy like dump a bar like that. And like <laughs> he died the next day. Like it, it well, doesn't happen. It doesn't happen dying. immediately. Like Scott was genuinely concerned. He's like, Mendy like could die. Like that it, Russian guy dropped 200 keys on his chest and he died from internal bleeding the next day. The next day. And Scott's like, yeah, it, it takes a while. Like, you don't know. Like, he might he might have been fine then, but, like, you know, he might <laughs> die overnight. So that's why we were, like, doing the joke. Like, oh, my God. Did you see Mendy's Instagram? Did you see his Facebook? He's in the Kingwood Center. So, but the, that's the other thing is, like, his organs must be so calcified and, like, hard. Because, like, we talked to Dan. Shout out Dan Bell. Like, he, he like, you know, was had had, like, a rough cycle and, like, had a heavy night of drinking and like felt something in his liver his felt liver a little firm like and so like he calmed down and like took it seriously and like relaxed with it but like i'm sure mendy's organs like have to be like rocks so like maybe that's what yeah, saved yeah. him like yeah, he looks like the thing but i still think rep. he he cares so much about being mendy that he i think he's on more shit than everybody so i so? mean yeah. yeah i mean why wouldn't you mendy or like the guy 
The guy was drinking 10 gallons of Gatorade in like 2005 a day. Yeah. Like, you don't think he was pumping as much diesel as his body could possibly handle to win 10 Gs? Yeah, I, I don't think know. he was. All right, so you say yeah, Mendy. What? Yeah. Scott? Uh, Mendy. L- let me see a picture. You, you what got, the fuck do I look like? I don't Barati? have a phone. Yeah, let me see what Barati looks like. This guy has the all-time world record. Yeah, but he's just like a normal-looking guy. Yeah. I want to get an up-close look. Because, like, maybe Mendy, like, I don't know. Do you think he cares if he, like, makes it through the next year? Or five years? or? If anybody on this planet would kill themselves for bench glory, I think it's him. I just saw a picture of Barati. He still has some hair and like, yeah, so, yeah, so he has hair. like he looks like he's got like a like a family that he like might yeah. care about. And, like, See why I said Putnam? Look at Putnam's face. Oh yeah, Putnam's yeah. face. So, yeah, so Putnam was the one guy that won that wore the Anderson shirt. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, he, was, he was the one guy. Yeah, that. But what that, is Mendelssohn even on gas for? He can't even bench <laughs> like 300 pounds raw. I like, think. I mean. I mean. I'm not an expert, but whenever you do it that much, that hard, don't you have to stay on it to remain even somewhat of a shell? Yeah, but yeah. it also probably stopped working after well, 20 or 30 yeah. years. Well, so yeah, so, so I mean, on like his testicles probably don't work at all. So he definitely needs to at least be on a TRT dose to maintain yeah. normal physiologic levels. But like uh, after a while, like, yeah, if you're abusing it, like your receptors your anabolic receptors need more your androgen receptors whatever the fuck it is like they need more and like you become more you need more to like get a, a good effect but yeah i doubt he's going to a doctor and getting trt prescribed because you remember like when mark bell was like i just like getting how i get it i don't want it to get it legal i want to get it illegally because it's just better <laughs> like i'm sure men need that <laughs> but that's the but most retarded worse. shit i've ever heard yeah, it's like dumb. why would you not? That's like so dumb, and I'm sure. You, you and I'm can get sure more and more compounds. I'm sure Mark Bell said that shit like fucking a while ago, right? Yeah, a while ago. I'm sure right, right now he's probably yeah, on he's, CRT, on, yeah, he's probably on medically prescribed something, but but like all yeah, right, okay, so, okay, Mendy, I'll, I'll go with Mendy. Yeah. Right, Mendy versus yeah. Putnam. You, you can't not. I mean, I think it's just. You know what? You know what actually was surprising. When I left there. I was like, these guys, like, they're not on the most shit in the world. No, no, they're not. No, like Dave Hoffman, on way more, more shit. No. Eric Lillibridge is on way more shit. Yeah, you got to think about it. Why? Why do you get on the shit? You get on the shit to be strong and to recover. And if you're doing one lift, you don't nearly need the recovery they don't capacity. Think it, they don't think of it that way. They don't think. Yeah, you're Jimmy right. Cobb, yeah. Jimmy Cobb benches six times a week and he's natty. I mean, I don't know how these other guys train. I think he he, he legit looked it, man. He, he did. He's just 5'5", 290. So you're going to – he's built for benching, man. Yeah. I mean, his, he's got the right body type. Theoretically, he's natty. I think I believe it. Like, uh, I'm not 100%. Because I think Mendy like, was the hottest person to meet. Yeah. Probably. Oh shit. Dude, yeah. it's crazy. These these freaking shirts also have Velcro backs. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching this again and I'm just blown away by the technology. We done. Well, so no, no. I guess I guess that is it. I mean, they're the hottest, right? That's yeah. many's the hottest. <laughs> so Period. Yeah, so we're Mindy, done. Mindy like, definitely one of our laptops is restarting. The other one's got this 
fucking meeting going on. No, that's fine. The audio is going to be like probably just from the Zoom meeting. So I mean, I, you guys sound great to me, man. We've done it before. We've done, we've done it before. Yeah. We recorded yes, So like, we apologize to the listeners. Uh, hopefully, you could bear with us through this. I mean, uh, we didn't have Luis down here to do the podcast. He he's a businessman, so he doesn't want to ruffle rustle rustle up ruffle ruffle up ruffle up any any feathers. You know, he, he doesn't. He thinks to... Mendy's gonna like. Rent panels. Yeah, well, he's like, Mindy's got a meet coming up with video walls. He's like, you know what? He's I was gonna use loot, not anymore. <laughs> any like closing? Guys... <laughs> any closing remarks? I just wanted to mention, like, we didn't really give you a proper introduction because, like, you're our boy, but like, you you are the inventor of the like the DRL light system, which is pretty. Sick. And you know how to run meet. You're the state chair of Texas. State chair of Texas. Yeah. You're you're a uh, what? What'd you get? fourth or fifth at the last worlds when after the pop fifth no no i mean i i uh i got seventh and then after the pop i was sixth because it tied my worst finish ever with my best total ever it was sixth place in ipf worlds 2019 my my best ever was i i tied for third in 2017 i got fourth on body so you got fourth yeah i got fourth on body Fourth or sixth? I'm, pre- I'm pretty salty. I, I like getting anyway. fourth. I get fourth a lot. Yeah, like yeah. when you tie, it's you're both tied for the the bottom position, right? Not the first. It's like when I went to when I went to uh, the Mister USA competition and I I got 16th. It's because they like placed the top 15 and then everybody else was six, tied for 16. <laughs> they didn't even bother. <laughs> so like really, I like tied for like 30th. <laughs> yeah, man, that's well, that's pretty impressive lifting, honestly. Um, one thing we didn't do in Houston was uh, we didn't meet up with J Mike, the bad, the yeah, real. He bats. didn't want to come to Top Golf, you know. We yeah, wanted to. Well, we didn't know Houston was such a large, large place. Yeah, it's like the fourth largest city behind New York, Chicago. And like we we were in Houston, but still like an hour from J Mike, so yeah, didn't make any sense. Well, I think J Mike like he hit us up. He was like, "Where are you guys at?" But like um, we we're far That's away, and then the Top Golf was like really busy it was busy and far like we know jay mike's a like a professional long drive like competitor so we wanted to see him blast some balls like over the highway so next time we're back we we will set up something with jay mike where we see him fucking drive a ball 400 yards or something like that but we know you listen to the podcast jay mike so shout out we see you benching 600 every damn day it's fucking ridiculous at this point like i'm concerned like <laughs> we were actually trying to figure out if any of the guys at Baddest Betcher can bench as much as J. Mike Raw, and I think we kind of no concluded way. no. No way. Like he literally is benching like he, he's like six twenty, like six thirty and a half. Then like the next twice day, a day. Then he'll bench like six thirty five. Like we're like, is he po- is he like posting multiple benches from like like earlier? Like so, it looks like it. I don't think it is because like I think he's just changing his shirt on, like sometimes because he sell shirts and he's like showing off the new merchandise and he was wearing shout out beef uh ian's t-shirt like like uh just showing him some love so like i think he's literally just benching over 600 pounds like every day i don't i don't understand how it's even humanly possible so he's a freak and he's listening he's uh actually gonna start doing accessory work so i don't know if that's on his like i don't know if it's because we talked about it or like he was planning on it but I think it's a smart move to, to do a little bit if you can. What are you looking at over there? I'm looking at a black and white. What is this? A 
boudoir, boudoir photo. Why don't you show Scott? <laughs> of uh, Bonica. That's our girl. Scott, <laughs> I was just sending you guys a good one that you'd like in Dixieland. <laughs> just perusing, watching. Yeah. Has anybody kind of subscribed to Bonica's OnlyFans? She has an OnlyFans? Oh, Jay Mike. Holy shit. Yo, Bonica has an OnlyFans, so, you know, check it out. Yo, Jay Mike. Tire off that oh, really? Yeah. Uh, maybe I spoke too soon. This is what I was scared of. Oh, my God. Oh. He finally missed the match. I've never seen him post a miss. <laughs> Scott does a picture of the constable. Show the video. Show the video. Oh, it's a video. I, no, show it to the, the video. So people watch it on YouTube. Oh, show it. the video. Or like share your screen. Yeah, yeah it's like those are like a cop in the sunglasses and bulletproof vests. And... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think we had entirely too much fun. Yeah, man. Thank you again, Wait, Scott. Too for hosting us and thank you for coming on the podcast to talk shit with us i'm sure you know it won't be the last time we call in a a guest host from scott dobbins the one and only you're welcome anytime great land of texas you guys are moving here right i mean we're considering it we're definitely going to come out and visit you in austin i like i loved it out there man i gotta set up the training camp dude like, you know, is that me. really your first time in Texas, Babel? You never went to like a Colleen? No, I was in Colleen. I was in Colleen, but like, what's that's what, well, that's not that's Colleen, not really Texas. Know? Not Texas. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but like yeah. the lake house really, really impressed me. I was like, I could fucking see myself living out here. Like, this is nice. You boys, boys got to come down for camp. Come down for camp. Camp. Let's get yeah, ready we'll, for Daytona. We'll come on down. And uh, are you gonna are you gonna come to the Bahamas after nationals? I might come. I I. If I win, I'll come to the Bahamas. I'll buy a plane ticket the same day. I don't give a shit. God damn it, Scott. All right. yeah. If I don't, I don't, I don't want to celebrate mediocrity in the Bahamas. I don't want to do No, that. you can just wallow in your sorrow and get drunk and lay on the beach. I can do that at home for a lot cheaper, man. Yeah, like one thing we didn't have, we didn't even have time enough to get really shit house. Like we had a lot no, of we things just, going on. We got to get yeah, shit we house. Just, we were just laughing so hard. We, th- we thought we had COVID. Yeah. yeah. We were training, you know, like... <laughs> I think all four of you guys are doing nationals, so yeah. you know. Bell smoke plenty of cigarettes though. Did a little bit of contrast. <laughs> all right, man. It's uh it's twelve fifteen <laughs> over here, so uh we should probably wrap this thing up. Yeah, man. See ya. Sure. See ya, Scott. Thanks for coming. Everybody listening, uh subscribe and share and like and do all that good stuff so we can keep reaching uh, more smooth brains like you. That's right. Smooth brains out. Peace. Later, buddy.